I, I know that just like every other day that the Lord has met with us, um, today also the Lord will meet with us. The Lord has prepared for us, you know, um, a bountiful harvest of his word and his will, you know. So um, this morning, this morning, I just want us to begin to pray and to begin to ask the spirit of God um, that today he will pour out upon us, you know, his power. He'll pour out upon us the spirit of truth. He'll pour out upon us revelation in the name of our Lord Jesus. Father, we thank you because you are the one that has called us to the table of prayer reign. You are the one, O oh God, that has appointed for us, O oh God, um, that we should meet with you this day. Father, in the name of our Lord Jesus, we thank you because we know, precious Holy Spirit, that heaven is ready for us, that heaven is present, O oh God, to reign upon us your goodness. So God, in the mighty name of Jesus, we decree and we declare that let your holy fire fall upon us this morning. Let your holy fire fall upon this altar. Father, we speak to every part of our beings. We speak to our spirits. We speak to our souls. We speak to our bodies. We speak to our minds. We say, hear ye the word of the Lord and respond accordingly to his word in the name of Jesus. We decree and we declare that we are being expanded in the spirit realm. We decree and we declare that even in the realm of the spirit, we are increasing to be able to accommodate more of God, but also to be able to cover territory, to be able to cover regions, to be able to cover the promises that God has allocated for us in time and in season, even the promises that before now, we have not been able to claim or to jump into. Lord, we just declare that this is that season, oh God, where we come into the fullness of everything you have allocated for us by the blood of Jesus. Lord God Almighty, every promise, every blessing allocated for us, reserved for us in heaven by God. Malonde baruke is gevele ni baruhoska. Shamparo doske pele ne kapasuke. Lord, we declare that in the name of Jesus, manto lekeba, manto lekeba, manto lekeba, maros gebala, shingala matoko borogo zente, in kapando zokobere inta lukas geva, jambrana mento kura basketekelede. We step into every single one of them in the name of Jesus. Marande ke Elementonda barasco pele diga, chambre into cupara nendes cufele nebre and tekele elementa, iso copara gaita la gizga in the name of Jesus. Right now, I'm just going to pray for people whose minds um, are being attacked. Um, and, you know, they've caught it all kinds of things, and even some people have had to see professionals or counselors or you know all kinds of things but I just saw in the spirit realm some kind of demonic oppression on the mind father in the name of Jesus right now I rebuke that demonic spirit that is seeking to oppress that is seeking to darken counsel that is seeking to confuse and to make weary the sons of God. Father, in the name of Jesus, I rebuke 
rebuke that spirit and whatever it is called, whatever name it has been given, um, even in the medical world, whether it is schizophrenia, whatever it is, I declare that by the power in the blood of Jesus, that demon breaks off you right now in Jesus' name. I cancel every kind of um, frustration, every kind of anxiety, every kind of fear and torment from the pit of hell. I decree and I declare right now that Jesus is the lion of the tribe of Judah. Therefore, even the row of darkness is nothing before Christ. And so I decree that in the mighty name of Jesus, that loud voice, that confusing voice, that voice that releases fear and shame and timidity, I rebuke it right now by the power of the Holy Spirit. I decree and I declare that you are free right now in the name of Jesus. You are free in the mighty name of Jesus. Even as I'm praying, I see a young lady, I think you're about maybe... 32, um, 33, and um, um, actually from a Yoruba tribe, I see her and, you know, you, you, you fall within this category of people that I'm speaking about. It's been so bad. You've been so afraid that, you know, you're going to lose everything and that your life will never amount to anything because it has affected you even at jobs. It has affected you in relationships and you have wept before the Lord and you have said, God, you know, what is this? How can I get over it? What can I do to break free from it? I hear the spirit of God saying that, you know, today is that day. And so right now, by the power of the Holy Spirit, I just decree that there's a rain of fire coming upon you and the deliverance of Jesus is upon you this morning because for this reason, the son of God was made manifest that he may completely destroy the works of the enemy. And so right now I declare over you by the power of the name of Jesus that the works of Satan, the infrastructure of hell that was set up over you, even from generations before you, it breaks right now in Jesus. Then I just want everybody to just begin to pray for people who have got, you know, all kinds of oppressive thoughts, people who are dealing with all kinds of um, depression, schizophrenia, um, all kinds of things, all kinds of excessive compulsive behaviors. Right now, by the power in the blood of Jesus, I declare liberty, liberty this morning. Let that manipulation break. Break, let that oppression break right now in the name of the Lord Jesus, for the blood of Jesus, for the blood of Jesus is authority and government in this altar. And so when we speak, we are echoing the words of the blood. In the mighty name of Jesus. I decree and I declare that it is so, that it is done, that it is established in Jesus' name. Um, I see a lady um, who is from South Africa and you are a teacher. And I just hear the spirit of God. I'm speaking over you today a, a new day and a new season. And I hear the spirit of God speaking about the breaking of the chain of um, captivity, but it's, it's, it is some form of abuse and some form of oppression that is going on in your life. And I hear the spirit of God saying right now, um, I am taking away the power of the one that causes the addiction and I'm taking away the power of the oppressor. And the spirit of God says in the days that are to come, you will live freely 
and you will breathe freely. And God says that there's so much he's got for your future that you are yet to enter into, but you've been so afraid and you've confined yourself to a smaller picture than what he had placed on the inside of you. And the spirit of God says, in the days that are coming, in the seasons that are coming, in the months that are coming, in this year, 2023, that he is going to, um, he says, I will mend your fences. I will rebuild your walls and I will bring beauty and brightness and colors back into um, the institutions that I have commanded you to erect. And I, and I kind of sense that the spirit of God has been speaking to you about building your own school and raising your own institutions. And, you know, somehow you've been told, you know, how are you going to do it? Where are you going to get the money? Who do you think you are? But the spirit of God says, my hand is upon you and I anointed you for such a time as this to raise for me a godly generation of young people, to raise for me um, people who receive not just educational knowledge in terms of the knowledge of the world, but you all, they also receive the knowledge of God. And the spirit of God says, I will be upon that project and speedily I will cause it to come to pass. Quickly, I will cause it to come to pass and I would raise it as a standard and as a banner, even in, in, in the educational system, says the Lord God Almighty. And so Father, right now in the name of Jesus, I just pray for that individual, oh God, I decree and I declare that in the mighty name of Jesus, you're giving her the capacity to build and to raise um, a, a system of education, oh God, that will completely change the terrain, um, not just in South Africa, oh God, but will become a source of inspiration across Africa and the world at, at, at large. And I just pray, oh God, that you put courage on the inside of this lady. I pray that you will put strength on the inside of this lady. I pray that Father God, that speedily, Lord Jesus, indeed the hand of the oppressor shall be broken speedily in the mighty name of Jesus. I just decree that the wind of your spirit accompanies this word to cause it to come to pass quickly. I just decree that things are turning around rapidly, oh God, for this woman in the name of the Lord Jesus. Thank you, precious Holy Spirit, because it is done because it is settled, because it is sealed by the blood, blood of Jesus, we shall rejoice, O oh God, at the manifestation of your word in the name of Jesus. Amen. 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 Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. We give you praise. We bless you, God. It is so in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. Praise God. And, you know, please, let's make sure that we share testimonies. When we have testimonies, share them. Um, I, I believe Prayer Rain has got an email address. Um, if they can just type it here, any of the admin, just put the email address for Prayer Rain. Um, send your testimonies to Prayer Rain or feel free to record a video and send it to Pastor Stephanie or any of the Prayer Rain groups. Um, but make sure you share the testimonies. They help um, to strengthen others. People send me messages saying, oh, PI, this is what has been happening to me since um, Prayer Rain started, or this is what happened to me at this time. Fantastic. But let's take it a step further and make it more public and you know let's 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 use the necessary channels i believe that the spirit of god wants to encourage many um by by the things that he's doing here i'm not particularly great at sharing um the things that people share with me it's not really one of my strong whatever so it's just all there in my box um but if you will share it that that is fantastic and powerful and share with prayer and i'm sure they will know what to do with it all right, God bless you. So um, in the past, 
um, couple days we have been on this topic of dreams and uh, yeah, and the Holy Ghost kind of like, you know, just in his usual way, which we don't argue with, which we're grateful for, hijacked the topic and began to take it a bit deeper. And I was telling Pastor Stephanie two days ago that if if I had been told, come and teach about dreams, I actually would not have spent an hour and a half talking about the word. I, I actually would not have thought about dreams and then the word of the Lord. I know that, yes, you know, dreams are part of the ways God speaks to us. So I would have said, oh, you know, God speaks to us through our dreams. So you must honor the voice of God. And then I'll I'll just move on to other technicalities, but I just felt so strongly the other day, the Lord resting on, um, resting on the word and resting on the, you know, the, the, the weight of the word, the power of the word, the need to recognize and to embrace his word as, you know, as fi- final and finality, you know, and then, you know, and, and, as, and as we went in there, the Lord began to emphasize again and again and again, saying that so dreams, visions and prophecies are part of God's word and the way that God speaks and so it carries God's power and then yesterday we, we were about to enter the topic again and then the spirit of God started speaking about the wilderness and Midbar and the bar and the word and you know and the Lord began to speak about the entire journey of the children of Israel and began to paint this picture for us where he said, you know, in the midst of the word of the Lord coming to you, which of course is dreams, visions, prophecy, in the midst of God's word coming to you, you must recognize the journey of the word in you. Just like he said concerning Joseph, how the word of the Lord had to try him. So the word of the Lord will try you like the children of Israel. And God used the children of Israel as a framework for us to understand the journey of the word and the the different um, 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 things that lie within the journey, the different components of the journey. And we began to look at the real priest who ascends the mountain and when the word of the Lord is given to receive clarity, to receive depth. And we looked at Moses as an, an, as an analogy and as a type of a true, true priesthood that consistently calls you up to the mountain, that consistently calls you to press into the depths of God, that consistently Consistently calls you to press into the fiery presence of God to receive deeper clarity, to not be satisfied with the manna, to not be satisfied with the, 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 the pattern of the Red Sea, the pillar of fire and the cloud, to not be satisfied with God giving you only a, a, a security system. He keeps you safe. So, you know, the you, you know thieves don't come to your house. No witches attack you at night. All of that, the pillar of fire, the pillar of cloud speaks about your security system. You, the, 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 the true peace tells you it's that, that is not enough. The true priest tells you it's not enough for God to only be your gyre that provides your, 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 your bread so that you can eat and provides your water and provides all the things that you need. No, there is more to him than that. The true priest tells you, hey, it is not enough to see signs and wonders. It is not enough to even have to even worship God under the mountain, to be able to sing new songs to him. He's like, no, always climb the mountain, always ascend. There is more, there is more, there is more. Pull your weight, go up. And, you know, you see that true priesthood versus this other kind of priesthood who stays with the people, wants to be, you know, known by the people, wants to be loved by the people, wants to be received by the people, wants the accolades of the people and is willing to compromise 
compromise his priesthood, is willing to compromise different levels of his priesthood, is willing to change and break the paradigms of his priesthood so that he can meet the cry and the needs of the people. And we began to look at the compromisation of the word. And you know, when you speak about priesthood, you're not just speaking about Aaron or speaking about pastors and ministers, but we have been called to be priests and kings unto God. So every time you hear priesthood, I need you to think about yourself and think about your priesthood and think about your sacrifices and think about your altar and think about the burning of the lantern in your heart and think about God's call or to consecration for your life. All of these things are your priesthood. And so many times we're operating in variation. Many times we're operating in um, varying manners or in varying levels. And sometimes we're going up that mountain and crying, but sometimes we're like, we're, we're, we're like Aaron that is sitting down and saying, you know what, um, you know, what, what is really going on? You know, what was the best church? What's the, this was, you know, what's the new thing in Christianity as opposed to searching for the Lord. And then we, we, we were looking at this comparison and we saw how in this false priesthood, in the midst of a midbar, where you could potentially be hearing the voice of God the most, here they were raising this altar and saying, hey, God's voice is missing. Moses has taken too long. We haven't heard anything from God. We haven't received any instruction. I don't know what else to do. God has not categorically spoken. So P.I., what I'm going to do now is that I'm just going to build a golden cow for myself. I'm going to use my money. I'm going to use my resources. I'm going to use my wealth. I'm going to use my influence to build for myself a system that pacifies um, my, 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 my need to hear the voice of God, a system that meets my desire for, for worship, worship anything. You know, it doesn't even have to be the true God, just as long as I'm fulfilling my religious obligation. I'm willing to use my money to carve out a corner for myself that satisfies and pacifies my need for religion. Legion. So we said in the midst of the pillar of fire cloud, all of this is manner, it is possible for the hearts to erect such an altar. And then what happens? And then the, the Aaron then builds, you know, build, they build a golden cover. And Aaron builds an altar in front of the golden cover and say, hey, here is your God, worship him. And so many times you see that happening in front of the golden calf is an altar crafted accurately the way that God would have crafted the altar. But actually that entire system is demonic and that entire system is designed to derail the children of God, to derail you and to pull you back from actually entering the promises of God. So we're saying all of that in comparison or, or relating it to the place of the word and how God speaks and how many times we miss the voice of God because we are looking at the signs and the wonders. We're looking at the pillar of cloud. We're looking at the manna. We're looking at our clothes that are growing with our bodies and our shoes growing with our bodies. And we're saying, as long as these things are happening, indeed the Lord is speaking. And so we forget that, yes, God can do miracles. God can carry out powerful acts. It doesn't necessarily mean that God is pleased with us. It doesn't necessarily mean that God is pleased with the people. So to those who judge the pleasure of the Lord based on the miracle signs and wonders, you will miss God himself. And this is why the Bible says a time will come when Jesus is judging. And so people will say, in your name, I cast out demons. In your name, I heal the sick. In your name, I raise the dead. And he will say, depart 
apart from me, I did not know you. I did not know you, not that I did not see you, not that I did not um, recognize that you were alive, but I did not know you. Remember what I taught you guys about knowledge when it says I'm giving Bezalel the spirit of wisdom, understanding, and knowledge. And I said, knowledge, there are two words that I used for knowledge in the Old Testament. It is either dart or lakat. And how lakat is just sexual intercourse. You just wanted to take it. Lakat was what happened, you know, you know, you see somebody, you're like, I need to have this woman. And you're so, it's sexual intercourse without any form of commitment or communion. But dart is um, communion, union, communion, intimacy, getting to know in the deep places, getting to understand the in inner workings of the other person's being and the inner workings of the other person's nature, making the commitment to understand the other person beyond the intercourse. That is dart. So when he says, I've given Bezalel wisdom, not understanding and knowledge and dart, that I've given him the capacity to know me intimately, to understand what I want. So in, in Bezalel crafting the temple, there were things he did, there were designs he made, and they'll be like, oh, why are you doing that? He's like, I, I just kind of feel like it will please the Lord, because that is that. It gives you an intimate knowledge of God. And so Jesus says, hey, depart from me. I did not know you. Basically, there was no intimacy between us. So signs and wonders are not a proof of intimacy. It is just a proof of belief. Just because I believe you to be great doesn't necessarily mean that I will make the commitment to your greatness. There are many people who believe that the hand of God is upon my life, but they gossip about me. They keep malice with me. They don't like me. They don't, they don't, they, they, they are not loyal to me. They don't treat me right, but they believe, they do believe that the hand of God is upon my life. They do believe that I am called. They do believe that I have an apostolic oil, but they will not commit to my growth. They will not commit to my, my life. They will not commit to a union communion with me and pay the price that is needed to be able to enter into the level of trust. And so Jesus says, hey, I get it. You know, you believed. So the what follows the belief followed you. Science, wonders, miracles, but that does not equate to me. That does not equate to me. So I'm saying this because this was the situation of the children of Israel. Science, wonders, miracles, but they did not know him. They had no intimacy with him. They had no knowledge of him. They didn't go past the altar court into the um, in, 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 in a court. They didn't go into the Holy of Holies. They didn't go into all of these deep places with the Lord. And so when we begin to speak about dreams, visions, and revelation, I needed to understand that it is a form of God's, for lack of a better phrase, God's foreplay. It is part of the ways in which God pulls us in. It is part of the way in which God shows you because your words show your heart. Your words are, are, are a true exposure of your innermost being, your innermost thoughts, your innermost desires. And that's why I say to people that the greatest form of cheating is not sexual intercourse. Sexual intercourse in itself, yes, is on a level covenantial, but it begins from communication, communion. The moment you are like, look at me, this is who I am. See me in the depth of my vulnerability. That is it. 
you know, so God in speaking to us about dreams, visions, and prophecies, he needs us to understand that this is beyond, oh, I got a word from God. Oh, I had a dream. Oh, I think is this, this is God literally opening up himself to you and saying there's so much in the universe. There's so much in the heavens. There is so much in time and space that I want to say to you, but time is so limited and I cannot, your vessel is so limited, you know, uh, all, all kinds of things you're unable to bear the weight of what I have to say. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to get creative. I'm going to lock it in pictures. I'm going to lock it in signs. I'm going to lock it in symbols. And I'm going to place it in your heart where you go to bed, where you cannot wrestle with me, where your flesh is not awake to argue with me. I'm going to put it inside of you so that when you awaken in the morning, you awaken with a piece of me. Dreams and visions are a way of God depositing himself in us consistently every time we go to bed every time we close our eyes to pray every time we begin to bubble on the inside and the prophecy is released and the prophecy is given to us it is a way of God giving you a piece of himself consistently so that when you arise from your knees so that when you open your eyes you literally feel like you have entered into union communion with him and you have received insight into a part of his being into a part of his heart into a part of him. This is why God gives us his word. Not just so that our ears can hear it, but so that our hearts can become it. So that our spirits can bear witness to the fact that he is indeed Emmanuel. The word of the Lord spoken to us through the different forms in which God speaks. It brings us into a place where we recognize that indeed the Lord is with us. What did the Bible speak about it in Corinthians? He says, when somebody, an unbeliever comes into your midst, don't only speak in tongues. Don't only, you know, say the things that they cannot. He said that the speaking in tongues is unprofitable to them. But when you prophesy, he says, will they not fall on their face and glow? glorify God in heaven. So every time you prophesy, it does something to an unbeliever. When you give an accurate word, it tells them, listen, amongst the billions of people on the earth, God sees you. God knows you. God has an understanding of the inner workings of your being. And God loves you enough to single you out, to give you a piece of himself. This is the power of the word of the Lord towards us. This is the power of dreams, visions, and prophecies. And so we read Job 33, when it says, Job 33, 14 to 17. Um, I'm just going to run through so that we can get into today's teaching, which we already have by the Spirit of God. Um, when it says, for God may speak one way or in another, yet man does not perceive it. In a dream, in a vision of the night, when deep sleep falls upon men while slumbering on their beds, then he opens the ears of men and seals their instruction in order to turn man from his deed. So we read the scripture in Job 33 and we began to say that, hey, God speaks in one way or in another way. He says, but many times the problem is that we don't perceive it. So that means the voice of God is not only heard with the ears, the voice of God is discerned. The voice of God is perceived. The voice of God is perceived. I remember when I had COVID and one of those 
days, my son was like, mommy, something is smelling in this house. And I was like, no, nothing is smelling. And I was like, mommy, I was like, what's the boy trying to say? You know, and then we went to the, the next floor and the nanny came up and she was like, ah, madam, something is smell for this house. So I was like, what is going on? Nothing is smelling. The house is fine. And then we went downstairs and then the chef came in and he was like, ah, madam, we need to open the window for this house. So, hey, something, something. I was like, what's going on here? And I was panicking. I was like, I can't smell anything. And I was like, yeah, yeah something has happened. COVID has come, you know, but one of the, the most frustrating things was I couldn't smell. I couldn't smell. I couldn't taste. And I was like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh. Like it was so... I felt like my world was about to end because it, it limited my capacity to interpret what was before me, not just the food, but I just felt like I was limited. I just felt like I couldn't trust myself. I felt very, very unsafe because I could not perceive, I could not discern, you know? So the thing is, it didn't matter what I was eating. I could not tell what it was. I could not tell if it was present. I could not tell if it was nourishing. Why? Because I could not perceive, I could not taste, is the same way God has locked his voice into all of creation. God has consistently spoken, but many times it is hidden, it is veiled from us. Why? Because of where we stand, because of the, the brokenness and of this world and the fact that man has fallen. So from the moment that Genesis happened, a limitation came into our ability to sense the voice of God. Now, I need you to understand that that's why the Holy Ghost has come. And Jesus says that when the Holy Ghost comes, he will bring to remember all things. He will tell you everything that I want to do, everything that is in my heart. He will explain to you everything that I have been talking about. So that means the Holy Ghost is meant to bridge the gap between the fallen man and the resurrected man, or for lack of a better word, a man that partakes of the resurrection of Christ. That's the work of the Holy Spirit. But many times we don't maximize it. We forget that we actually have a spirit living on the inside of us, the spirit of God himself living on the inside of us. Many times we forget. So we don't honor him. We don't reference him. We don't ask for his opinions. And then we don't maximize him. I'm saying this because Job in Job 33 says, and so we don't perceive it, even though he speaks in many ways, we don't perceive it. So he's there, but we can't perceive him. He's moving around. We can't perceive him. He's saying so much. We can't perceive him. We are veiled. We are covered. We don't hear. We don't see. We don't know. We're just moving blindly. Imagine moving through this world. If you are blind, you are deaf, you are dumb, you, are, you can't smell nothing. Imagine having to move through this world if none of your senses were working. That's how many people are. They are born again. They've received Jesus, but they've never activated their spiritual senses. How can you be safe? How can you even trust any decision you're making if your senses are not awakened? He says, we have to perceive. If the Lord chooses to come in like just a smith smelling fragrance into a meeting, you should be the first to know that the Lord is in this place. If the Lord chooses to come in in the form of heat wave, you should be the first to feel it. I know that, ah, the Lord is in this place. If the Lord chooses to come in as the sound of a mighty rushing wind that you can hear, the Lord is in this place. If he walks in through the walls, Jesus is in this place. If you begin to taste in your mouth sweet, and you're like, what's going on? I'll be fasting all day. Why am I tasting? Oh, it's the sweetness of Jesus. The Lord is in this place. The Lord is saying, I'm bringing my sweetness. You must know how to perceive God. 
It's not every time we see in terms of pictures. It's not every time we hear a loud voice, but it is perception. And the more you teach yourself to perceive and articulate what you perceive, the better you get at perceiving him. So you have to practice, you have to make it a culture. So hearing God accurately is a spiritual culture. You cultivate it, you get better at it, the more you do it. So Father, in the name of the Lord Jesus, la debokoria nasefandeva, I want you to pray for yourself and I want you to say, Holy Spirit, give me the ability. If I, before you even pray for any ability, just, just say, Holy Spirit, I am sorry for the times that, you know, I have not fully embraced you. I have not fully recognized you. I have not fully uh, maximized your presence in my life. I am sorry for the many days, oh God, the many years that I woke up without acknowledging you, without acknowledging your office, without acknowledging your presence in my life. I ask Holy Spirit that you forgive me in the name of Jesus. Holy Spirit, I, I, I just ask that you help me to build a better relationship with you. I ask that you help me um, to cultivate a better relationship with you, Holy Ghost. I pray that you teach me to, 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 to recognize you in my life, in the midst of the pressures, in the midst of the struggles, in the midst of the pain, in the midst of the temptation. Holy Ghost, I ask that you create a corner on the inside of me that is just for you and I, that no matter how far I fall into the affairs of the world, Holy Spirit, that this place would always be our secret place. This place will always be our corner. Holy Spirit, please create a connection, a connecting duct between that place and my world. Let it be like the river of Eden that is breaking forth from the, from the threshold, that is breaking forth from the throne of God and breaking forth into the garden, breaking forth into our garden. Holy Ghost, I ask that you rebuild the garden my, uh, inside of me, our garden, where you meet with me, oh God, where you dine with me, oh God, where, 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 where you come to me and you talk to me and you teach me and you train me because it is the me that I am in our garden that I can be to the world. The real me is the garden me. The real me is the cultivated me. The real me is the watered me. The real me is the me that you open up to the sunshine. The real me is the me that you till my ground and you replant, oh God, and you trim my bushes. It is This is the real me, Holy Ghost. So Father, I ask that you take me back into the garden. Mm -hmm. Holy Ghost, I ask that you pull me back into the garden, a garden existence, an existence of being one with you, Holy Spirit. I am asking that you rebuild our garden. I am asking, Holy Ghost, that you expand our garden. I am asking that the garden on the inside of me will break out on the outside of me, that the peace on the inside of me, Holy Ghost, let it be so enveloping, let it be so overwhelming that it breaks forth to the outside of me. Holy Ghost, I ask, Kerema, 
I hope you're praying for yourself, praying the same things. Somebody begin to cultivate your garden this morning. Somebody go back into that corner with the Holy Spirit. Love on him this morning. Love on the Holy Ghost this morning. There is no promise that God has promised us that is outside of him, that is outside of him, that is outside of his engagement with us. He is God's dispatch system. He is the one that makes it possible for everything that the Lord says and everything that the Lord commands to be established in our lives as the saints of God. Allah toke berene makuza imbrana mento branda kapuria da kapare gedoske pai iso vele nembre ingudula barakeito koskope ragadela bonta di granda skofele nepa jamre gadila donka come on this morning say it again holy ghost i receive you into my life holy ghost i welcome you in my life holy ghost i reverence you in my life holy Holy Ghost, I recognize your work in my life. Mando lipando supre into prenemendo kozai. Ayakafonde vrina matase kiro no moshongebai. Holy Ghost, I reverence you. Holy Ghost, I acknowledge you. Holy Ghost, I acknowledge your power at work within me. I acknowledge your sovereignty in my life. I acknowledge you as the keeper of the garden, as the one that cultivates me. Holy Spirit, I say, have your way. Rebuild my senses this morning. Begin to pray and ask him, Holy Spirit, reactivate my spiritual senses. Set them on fire. My sense of smell, my sense of sight, my sense of hearing. Oh God, my sense of taste, my sense of torture, all my senses in the spirit realm, I ask that you activate them by the power of the blood of Jesus. Holy Spirit, may I no longer be intimidated by the things that are meant to rule over. May I no longer walk in darkness and stumble. Father, but by reason of the activation of my senses, I decree and I declare that everything that is available to the sons of God, I am manifesting them in this year 2023 in the name of the Lord Jesus. Come on, declare it over your that everything that is available by reason of you being awakened, you are manifesting them in this year 2023. Begin to ask him that Holy Spirit be upon my life. Holy Spirit be activated in my children, be activated in my spouse, be activated in my ministry, be activated in my partners, be activated in my business, be activated in my relationships. Holy Ghost set my entire life on fire. Take your place as the master of my life. If you can rule the earth, if you can sustain the planets and the galaxies, then my life is too small for you to not be able to keep in 
order and perfect peace. So I submit it to you, recognizing your power. I see your curriculum vitae. I see your CV and all the works of your hands. I see how you maintain things in the heavenly realms. I see how you have maintained the destinies of men and how you have preserved covenants from generation to generation. I see how you impregnated a virgin and she conceived the seed of the Holy One. Holy Ghost, you are powerful. Holy Ghost, you are powerful. I see the works of your hand and I know if I give you full authority in my life, you will not only work miracles for me, you will make me a miracle that is worked out in this generation. Holy Ghost, Mandele Villa da Fana Fala Falande, is Correndele Mecore Pampapantele Brondash Kudaba. This morning, reverence the Holy Spirit. This morning, exalt the Holy Spirit. Consecrate yourself once again to a journey with the Holy Ghost. In Granamanto Cure Mandoske Papa Regadilla Baso Kepa. In the name of Jesus. Holy Spirit, it is you. 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 You are the teacher of the church. You are the master of the church. You are the one that communicates. You are heaven's communication system. If we don't have you, we have no connection to the Father. If we don't have you, it is impossible for us to hear any message from the Father. So Holy Spirit, Mandole Vekele, Osengele Vele, Mino Today, oh God, we open up ourselves once again to the Holy Spirit. And if you are here, you have never received the Holy Ghost. You have never received the baptism. To be baptized in the Holy Spirit is to be immersed in him, where your life is overtaken and overthrown by the power of the Holy Ghost. People get saved by believing and you are sealed by the power of the blood. You are sealed by the Spirit. But you see, you have to also then be immersed in the Holy Ghost. The disciples had believed Jesus, so they were already saved because they believed him and they had received him as their Lord and Master. But Jesus said to him, it is not enough. I have to send you the Holy Spirit. So it is not just enough to be saved. If the disciples had died, they would have gone to heaven you know, if they died before the Holy Ghost came, because Jesus had gone to heaven and they believed. But Jesus said, for the purpose here on earth, it is not enough to be saved, to receive to, to receive me as a Lord and Savior, but you also need my spirit to be at work within you. And so this morning I say to you, receive the Holy Ghost. If you have never received the Holy Spirit before, if he has never come to you before and you have never received it through the evidence of tongues i say to you by the power of jesus christ receive the holy ghost he is part of the package of your salvation so receive him this morning receive him in his fullness receive him in his power receive him in his authority in the name of jesus receive the holy spirit Receive the Holy Spirit.
be baptized in the Holy Ghost. Right now, in the name of Jesus. Thank you, 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 Jesus. Thank you because people are being baptized right now. In the name of the Lord Jesus, come on, just open your mouth and begin to pray. Open your mouth and begin to pray. Open your mouth and begin to pray. Let the Holy Spirit take over your senses. Let the Holy Spirit take over your mind. Let him take over your tongue. Declare, declare the high praises of God. Declare, declare his lordship. Baranda kure Receive the Holy Ghost. Receive the Holy Ghost. Receive the Holy Ghost. Barandele kure abashanda kapara de isko felenembra ante kutu kusko vele marondesh kapara de in the name of Jesus. Ladas kofeke ikapa leketon de brakiala. In Jesus' name, Maros Kiraba. In Jesus' name, Maradele Korebashanda. In the name of Jesus. And, you know, I just want to say to every one of us, do not be afraid to lay hands on your children and baptize them in the Holy Spirit. Are we here? Are we together? Are we here? Yes, Praise God. Praise God. You know, to lay hands on children. I just feel the Lord leading me to say that to you this morning, to lay hands on your children and to baptize them in the Holy Spirit. Don't be afraid to do it. Put your hand on them when you finish this call and say to them, receive the Holy Spirit. You're nine year old. You're 10-year-old. Teach them the word of God. Take them back to Acts chapter 2. Show them everything that the apostles said. And then take them back to Joel um, 2.28. And tell them that this is a promise from God that was fulfilled in the life of the apostles. And is still being fulfilled in the church. If you want God's promise, do you want God's promise? Do you want God's surprise? Then receive the Holy Spirit. I believe strongly that part of the things that the Lord will do in us in this season um, will have have so much power, how much we are awakened to the power and the work of the Holy Spirit within our lives. And if we do so, the Lord will honor us with his presence and he will baptize us and everything that concerns us in Jesus' name. Amen. So as we go on, um, and part of what I touched was Acts chapter 2, where we talked about, you know, the disciples receiving the Holy Spirit and said this was what was prophesied, you know, about in Joel. And so we, we looked at Joel chapter 2 and we looked at how uh, <clears throat> the Bible clearly states that dreams, visions and prophecies are part of the ways that God speaks to us, you know. Um, and so we went further on to look at um, Psalm 105, verse 16 to 19, where he talked about moreover, he, moreover, he called for a famine in the land. He destroyed all the provisions of bread. He sent a man before them, Joseph, who was sold as a slave. And we began to talk about Joseph and how Joseph was sent ahead of the children of Israel and how many times God sent us ahead and how our lives are not just randomly occurring, but how we have been sent by God, you know, and how many times our lives are a strong connection with even the physical 
conditions of the earth and the physical conditions of the world and how many times it, we think that it is Egypt that has bound us. We think that it is Pharaoh that has put chains on our legs, but it is not Pharaoh, it is not Egypt. Rather, it is our destiny and the destiny of the earth that has kept us in chains. Many times we think that our delay is a product of, you know, the enemy or the delay is a product of, you know, some something somewhere that is troubling you. But sometimes the delay is actually a product of the destiny of the earth and how the earth is groaning and waiting for the manifestation of the sons of God. So that means the sons of God are being held in a position, in a static position that is making it impossible for them to manifest. And so the groaning of the earth is the earth's way of crying out to God for there to be a release of the sons of God so that they come forth in time and in season. And so we looked at that in Psalm 105 verse 16 to 19. And we began to say how the word of the Lord had to try him, what he had received as a dream. And he would have thought, oh, it was just a dream. It had no impact. But the dream then began to play itself out. And the dream then literally became what was crafting Joseph's life in the days to come. And how many times we take our dreams for granted, but what sustained Joseph while he was in Egypt, even though the Bible never recorded that God spoke to him, but yet we see Joseph with such a strong conviction, the conviction that he had from a dream that he had had many years before was what sustained him through prison, was what sustained him through lies, was what sustained him through betrayal, you know, was what sustained him when the butler forgot him, all of that you know, came just from a dream. So we began to say that, listen, and even though the dream gives you a word, the word must try you, you know, so we, and so we said dreams are, um, reveals, um, so from the life of Joseph, we see that, you know, dreams are part of God's living word, you know, and there was something I said, I said that they, they argument what God is saying through the written word and prayer. So what God has said through his written word and what he has said through prayer, he augments it with dreams and visions, you know, and we, we, we looked at Solomon's dream and we just talked about how, you know, um, Joseph was refined to the dreams you know, that he interpreted in Egypt and how the dreams of the butler and how the dreams of, you know, uh, of the butler and the baker and how these two dreams and many other dreams that he had to interpret because he was known for dream interpretation, you know, and how all of these dreams refined him and he consistently was using that skill of dream interpretation, but how the dream that he was interpreting was also impacting his life because why he was interpreting the word that God was speaking to other people. So whether or not it came to him directly, the word had impact on him because he was interfacing with it, you know, and we looked at that and we, um, you know, and we looked at that, 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 that scripture that was speaking about, okay, let, let, let me go into the script. Let me go down instead. So anyway, so what is the purpose of dreams and visions? You know, um, in Romans 10 verse 17, it says, so then faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. So you then understand that. And you know, we had looked at that scripture before that says, a man shall not live by bread, but by every word that proceeded from the mouth of God. And we carefully analyze the fact that Jesus was saying that there is 
the scripture, the words that have been spoken, that have been received, that have been reverenced. In the time of Jesus, it was just the Torah that they had. But post-Jesus and post-the disciples, we then have the Old and the New Testament that we now call the Bible. But as at the time of Jesus, the only instituted written word was the Torah. But after Jesus, we then had the New Testament and the Old Testament. So Jesus said, man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeded from the mouth of God. If Jesus, the son of God, if Jesus, the word in itself was telling you that there is proceeding word, then you better believe it. So that means that God is consistently speaking. And the words that God speaks to you now, today, tomorrow is as potent as even the scriptures that we hold there. So you then begin to look at Romans, Romans 10 verse 17, when it says faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. So that's to tell you that faith comes by hearing and hearing by scriptures, but faith also comes by hearing God's word that he speaks to you. So in this passage, the Greek word rema has been simply been translated as word, but rema actually means spoken word. So, and this denotes that that which is spoken what is uttered in speech and writing. So that's what Roman spoken word that is uttered both in speech and in writing, you know. So in classical Greek, it may be considered as the term for a message. So when you say you're giving a message, in classical Greek, the word rema can be, you know, um, can be classified as a term for message. So um, I, I, I need you to understand that. So there's another word which is logos, we all know this, which is, you know, just simply um, um, spoken word or, or message that proceeds from the, which is just simply the written word. But Rema is the revealed word. Rema is the heart. Rema is the intention. Rema is the message. So that's what the Bible was saying. Faith coming by hearing and hearing by the Rema of God, by the revealed message of God. So that's why Jesus said it in Matthew 4, verse 4, that man shall not be by every word that is spoken from the mouth of God. It is a spoken word or the message that is the sword of the spirit, which is the rema of God. The spoken word is the sword of the spirit. And you see that in Ephesians 6, verse 17, the spoken word is the, is the rema of God. It is the sword of the spirit. So when God speaks a word to you, not just only through scriptures, but he speaks speaks it to you also in dreams and visions. What is he doing? He's also empowering you to go to war. And so you see this consistently in the Bible. God came to, to, to Joshua and said, Joshua, don't be afraid. Go forward. I'm about to use you. I'm about to conquer cities. I'm about to conquer nations. But you know what? You have to believe me. You have to get up right now, get up and go for Moses is dead. Joshua, it's time for you to arise. Imagine if Joshua did not believe that word that came to him. Joshua would never have conquered Jericho. The children of Israel would never have entered into their promised land. And it's the same way today. There are some of us that are sitting on God's word for our lives and generations are being held back because of our inability to believe that what God has is saying to us is also scripture is also powerful is also holy words we need to believe every rema of god because what does it do it gives you sword in your hand to be able to fight the enemy so the main purpose of god giving words is to create to build and to strengthen faith 
God gives you the word to create, to build, and to strengthen faith. Remember what the Bible says about the word. You know, it says that um, it says the word pierces through the soul and the spirit, the joint and the marrow. And, you know, so every time that God gives you a dream, remember the Bible says concerning Pharaoh, he says he could not sleep. That sleep left, uh, he was saying, no, somebody interpret this dream for me. Something is not right. In the time of Daniel, we see the same thing again. In the time of Joseph, the word of God is so piercing that it made it possible for Joseph to go and marry a girl that was pregnant. And she said to him, his spirit that impregnated her. You see that story? Even today, we will not believe it. How can you tell me you are pregnant and it's a spirit that made you pregnant? Tell me something else. I'm not a fool. You know, just say anything. But don't tell me you got pregnant by a spirit. But to show you how compelling the word of the Lord is, compelling the word of the Lord through a dream, it made it possible for Joseph to wake up and to buy the story. And he also now became the one saying, this woman is pregnant of the Holy Ghost. This child she's carrying is a holy child. And he gave his life to preserving that child. That is how compelling what God says to us in dreams are. Imagine Joseph woke up and said, oh, I don't know, I have one dream like this that is, is funny. I'm, not, I'm just not sure. Imagine what would have happened. So I needed to understand that um, this, the, the word of the Lord that comes to us in dreams and visions provide illumination to us even on a personal level. So it builds up our faith. The purpose of dreams and visions and prophecy is to build up our faith. So you see in Judges 6, um, in Judges, I think 6 to 8, you see this whole story, uh, you know, of um, Gideon and when they were going to go to war. And, you know, G Gideon was weak. He was, in fact, he was the self-confessed weakest of the weak, you know. And how could Gideon have taken the Midianite army if not for different times that God gave him um, different kinds of um, signs? But one of the most important things that happened was the dream that they had in the camp of Midian. And you will see it in Judges 7, verse 13 to 14. My God, this dream was not even um, Gideon's dream. It wasn't even Gideon's dream. And I needed to hear me critically. That's why you must keep your ear open, you know, for when God wants to speak to you. Like he said in Job, he speaks in different ways. This dream was a dream that Gideon's enemy had. But when Gideon had the dream, he knew that, ah, God has given my enemies into my hand for he is putting fear in the heart of my enemies by causing them to dream the dreams of their defeat. You need to understand what I'm talking about. So sometimes some people come and tell you, ah, yeah, I saw in my dream, I dream you're using machine gun to shoot me. In my head, I'm thinking, uh -huh. you should tell me why you have to be shot, you know. So you have to understand that sometimes um, the Lord can speak to you even in dreams and visions that are not even yours. And sometimes he can lead you to victory that way. So when you look at Judges 7, verse 13 to 14, what was your dream? The In the camp of media, they were saying, he says, I have, I have had a dream. And to my surprise, a loaf of barley bread tumbled into the camp of Midian. It came to a tent and struck and struck it so that it fell and overturned and the tent collapsed. Then his companion answered and said, this is nothing else but the sword of Gideon, the son 
of Joash. I need you to stay with me. He says, a man of Israel into his hand, God had delivered Midian and the whole camp. Imagine now, it was even the enemies that were interpreting the dream. He says that this is nothing but Gideon, the son of Joash, a man of Israel, and God has delivered the Midian camp into his hands. You know, so you, the Bible says, as soon as Gideon heard this, that, you know, instead of trembling, he rose up in faith, you know, and he went and he went to um, prepare his people and he went to do the things that God wanted, you know, him to do to defeat them. I needed to understand that this dream was given to the enemy to also terrorize them. Because after the dream, the entire Midian camp, they started to shake. They became afraid just because one man went and said, I had a dream. Be careful whose dream you receive. And also be careful to receive the dreams of those that God wants to use to bless you. Dreams are powerful. Dreams are very, very powerful. There are some people that fight you and the only way that God will make them repent is to go and be terrorizing them in their dream. Every day they'll be seeing you. Every day the Lord will be speaking about you in the dream and they'll come and apologize and say, I'm so sorry. Words that you could not speak by yourself, the Lord will seal it in their heart. So they did not even see it coming. They did not even know it was possible. But here was the Lord telling them that their defeat was inevitable. Now, another thing that dreams do is that they come to warn you about danger. Dreams come to warn you about danger. You that you are receiving the dream or even, you know, somebody else. And you see this in the time of Jesus when Herod wanted to kill Jesus Christ and the Jesus, the baby, not Jesus Christ, Jesus, the baby. And in Matthew 2 verse 12, you know, the Bible speaks about how the um, wise men from the East that's a whole story of who they are and how they came. But basically how the wise men for the East were divinely warned in a dream that they should not return to Herod, you know, and he says, and they departed and went to their own country. So God used the dream to save Jesus, you know, and he says, don't go back to him. He wants to kill the child. So don't go back to him. And we see again how an angel appeared to Joseph in Matthew 2 verse 13. Sorry, excuse me. Matthew 2 verse 13. An angel appeared to Joseph in a dream and said, Arise, take the young child and his mother, flee to Egypt and stay there until I bring you word. For Herod will seek the young child to destroy him. So in a dream again, um, Joseph was warned. In Matthew 2 verse 14. Now, it says, when he arose, he took the young child and his mother by night and departed for Egypt. So this was Joseph leaving and running to Egypt. Why? Because they told him, run, move, something is about to happen. And um, Herod wants to kill the child. And even God brought Joseph and his family back into Israel through additional guidance in a dream. And you see it in Matthew 2, verse 19 to 20. I hope you are taking note of all of this. In Matthew 2, verse 19 to 20, when God said to, um, 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 another appearance in the dream, say, hey, it is time, go back, you know, um, and go back because 
the one that is seeking the child is dead. So if you look at the whole of Matthew, Matthew 2, actually, there are four dreams that are recorded in Matthew 2 just to protect the coming promise of God. If God himself will use dreams to protect someone as powerful as Jesus, I need you to understand, someone as important to creation as Jesus, someone as important to all of the heavens and even the throne of God, important to the throne of God as Jesus, if God will use dreams to protect him, think about your own life and why God will not use dreams to protect you. If you are here, and you're one of those people that have said, I beg, all this, you know, all this dream thing, just forget it, all this prophecy thing, I beg, I beg, uh, somebody just said they saw vision. I pray that the Spirit of God today would instruct your heart and will show you that indeed the Lord um, is able to use the dreams to impact you in Jesus' name. The third thing that dreams, um, purpose of dreams is God uses dreams to corrupt a faulty determination in your heart. So you may have proposed in your heart that this thing that I want to do, nobody, nothing can stop me, you know, but God can keep your heart, you know, and correct your heart. Why? Because the Bible spoke about it in Job 3, um, 33 verse 18. It says, he keeps back his soul from the pit and his life from passing over into Sheol. Before that verse 18, what verse 17 and uh, 14 to 17 says, is that verse we'll be, re we'll be reading, what, uh, or God may speak one way or in another, yet man does not perceive it. In a dream, in a vision of the night, when deep sleep falls upon men while slumbering on their beds, then he opens the ears of men, and that means your ear is not this, your ears in your spirit. So he says he opens the ears of men and seals their instruction. He says, in order to turn man from his deed, he keeps back his soul from the pit and his life from passing over into Sheol. So in uh, so <laughs> Sheol was where existed the place of torment. You know, he says, God keeps you from actually going to by giving you dreams. Can you believe that? He will keep your soul for internal, internal damnation by putting a dream on the inside of you. So you wake up in the morning and you are shaking and you are like, my goodness, my goodness. God just showed you the beginning and the end of your life. He just showed you what will happen to you if you continue on that path. He just showed you how you'll be broken. God just showed you how you will die. God keeps you from actually going to hell by giving you dreams. Are we still together today? So I need you to understand, and after today, what, what is the purpose of all of this teaching? Remember, 2023, the Lord is activating you in spirituality and heightened spiritual awareness, you know, to be able to, um, to be able to know, sorry, so, so somebody asked me a question. Yeah, somebody's asking me, is it okay? We'll get to questions, but let me just answer this one real quickly. Is it okay for a person not to dream at night? But 
it's, it's all right. If you are not dreaming, you are not going to force it. However, I will say pray. Ask the Lord. You know that you want to have dreams. Ask the Lord. You know, there are times when um, I'm a dreamer. I dream a lot. And that's because I see a lot, you know. So, um, and initially, my initial life, because nobody had educated me, even when I got born again for many years, nobody nobody taught me about dreams, visions, prophecy, nothing. We're just saying, pray, 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 pray. That was all I knew. And so I was taking for granted many times the things but I saw. But I could not, in as much as it was not conventional at the time, but I could not shake off the fact that I had convictions. You know, when I woke up concerning certain things, the convictions were so strong and I knew that the Lord was speaking to me until I then started getting educated in dreams and visions. But there, I then found out that there were times when it would cease. You know, there was one period where I wasn't remembering my dreams for like three months. It was as if, hey, my life wanted to finish. And I said, God, what's going on here? And the Lord said to me, see, calm down. I'm trying to awaken your other senses. I'm trying to teach you. You become too dependent on your dreams. So I'm trying to then teach you um, other kinds of ways, you know, in which you can actually hear my voice. So don't worry. You are not, you haven't lost anything. I'm just trying to awaken other channels. And so I began to, you know, learn how to sense, how to perceive, you know, how to smell the presence of God in a place. I began to learn how to, okay, the touch of the Holy Spirit. What does it feel like when he gives me a warm embrace? Because before any matter, I would just be on my knees, pray about it. I'll say, Father, I thank you because as I go to sleep, I shall hear from you. As I'm sleeping, my sleep was like 5G. So I'm just waiting to communicate with the heavenly realms. So I will dream, I've dreamt of hell several times, dreamt of heaven several times, dreamt angels, all kinds of things that I see. My dreams are like action movie, part one, part two, part three, you know. So, but in that season, it kind of um, ceased. And the Lord says, hey, I just want to teach you so you don't get too dependent on, you know, this whole thing. It was a bit, it was very... Uh, for me, I felt very vulnerable. And every day morning I woke up, I was so frustrated. But there was another time that my dream ceased. And I was like, Lord, is this you trying to? And he said, no, this is your dream life under attack right now. He says, you have to pray about it. You know, and I started praying and I realized that what the enemy was doing was I was getting into a season of intense warfare. And on the outside, it didn't look like it was my dream life that Satan was trying to attack. It actually just looked like I was having troubles with people. I was having issues. I was having issues with my husband. And so I, I was you know, I was constantly agitated. I was constantly upset. I was, you know, my heart was in a bad place. And what happened was I stopped dreaming because you need to get this, you know, because you believe that, you know, um, you, 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 we know that dreams are God's voice to us. God is speaking. And so the same way that it is hard for the Holy Ghost to speak to you, even when you're physically conscious, when you are in a contentious place or you are in a bitter, malicious place, it is hard for the Holy Ghost to communicate with you. It's hard to hear his voice because your heart is not right. You are not attending to the, to the standards. There's a contract. It's the same way when they give you phone, they will give you contracts. There are certain things you need to do to keep this line activated you need to put credits in you need to make sure you do this you need to make sure you do that and so 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 time reactivate your line you know there's a contract between you and the holy ghost if you don't attend to your communication contract your line will be cut off 
That's just what it is. You know, so I didn't realize that I was not attending to the contract anymore. You know, he is a person like just like every other person. There are certain atmospheres in which he cannot thrive. I told you the other day, you, 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 you carry the Holy Ghost inside of you. You are watching pornography. What an insult. It's like inviting me to your house and say, Pierre, come and see me. And then I sit and sit down, you put on porn. No, no, you just, just picture it. Just take a look at that scenario right there. You invite me to your house and I sit down in your living room. And I'm like, Pia, you're welcome. Just watch something. Very nice one. Actually, I'm in season two. Anointing oil, I will break on your head before you leave your house. Do you understand? Because that's what we do to the Holy Ghost. We carry the fullness of the Godhead. We carry the fullness of the Theos, the divine one. And we position him in front of all kinds of crazy, lustful, malicious, all kinds of things. And you expect him to sit down there with you and to bless you and to water you, and to give you bread, and you break your bread and your wine, and you don't think you will end up in sickness, diseases, and death. So that's exactly what it is. You need to keep to the contract for communication. And so I then realized that God was saying to me that this one is not me. This one, you are under attack. And I did not see it because it was not a direct attack. I thought, the world was going on and my sleep was still my sleep. And the Lord is like, no, there's a connection between it. There's a connection between you, how you live your life every day and the ability for me to speak to you and the ability for me to penetrate your dream world and to come in there and to say all the beautiful things and all the encounters we usually have. And then you see an angel washing your hair and you see me changing your clothes. And in, in fact, in my dreams, the Lord used to teach me scriptures. He would say, Isi, what does Romans 4 verse 4 say? I'm like, God, I don't understand. And you know, I'll have this conversation in the dream and he will explain to me, actually, poverty is not a this. Is, and I'll wake up with phrases and I'm like, and then for six months, zap, nothing. So I had to contend and I started praying. And I say, my God, I pray that you expand my heart beyond the contentions in my world. I pray that you show me a higher level of love, a higher level of peace, a higher level of being graceful, a higher level of forgiveness. My God, I just break into the path of my divine life. Oh God, I expand myself to be able to accommodate. You are God. You are God. You are able to look at people in their sin and in their brokenness, and yet you are uncorrupted by it. My God, give me the same capacity in the name of the Lord Jesus. And I started to pray, and I started to pray, and I started to make the necessary actions to fix things around me, you know, and to just rejoice, you know, and rejoice. And when I'm going to bed, I started playing worship again or playing like scriptures and boom, it returned. So that could also happen. Now that's also different from when you are actually having some people have real life encounters in the spirit, but they see it and think it's a dream. And so sometimes some people are attacked in their dreams by demonic spirits that are trying to come and sleep with them that are trying to come and sleep with them. Ah, Pierre, hey, you have come. Oh, yes, I am here for you. Incubus, succubus, all those crazy things, they happen. And so people are having sexual intercourse. Ah, we have derailed. Oh, God, I've not gotten to this place. Uh, 
Okay, let me just see that we are here. Let's just touch it a little bit. Coming to have um, intercourse with them in their dreams, those things are demonic. Do not wake up from a dream where someone had sex with you. I are just like, ah, wow. And it's even better in the dream than real life. Oh, Lord Jesus. When you were in a dream and walk away, hey, Vele vele luku zombre inteke papa papa yeke zuvele. They sign contract with your destiny and have tied you to one altar when you are smiling and walking away and going to bath. Instead of don't die, kids. We are here together. Instead of you to enter into prayer, because you know, I told somebody, I said, a deceit is not a deceit except it makes you believe that you are in control and it is real and it is good. Do you know what I'm saying? It's not a deceit. So Satan can never come and have sex with you in your dream and then it will not be nice. Uh-uh. It going to have to be nice. It's going to be the best you have ever seen in your life. Why? So that when you wake up, you don't feel, you don't feel like it's a bad thing that happened. You don't feel compelled to pray. You don't feel compared to rebuke because how can, how can you rebuke something so nice? That is part of it, you know. So you have to wake up and break and scatter. And, you know, because it's, oh, shaka. And the Bible says, and they were both naked and not ashamed. And two became one flesh. So every time intercourse, why do you think that when a marriage, when they don't sleep with the marriage, they say it is not consummated. So the marriage in itself is null and void because you see the, the intercourse is what consummates, what binds the contract. So you can sign the contract physically, but the consummation of it is the intercourse. That's why many people cannot categorically say they have entered into a true contract with the Lord because all they did was they came to an altar, Lord, I give you my life. And then after that, nobody taught them how to enter into spiritual intimacy where you can say that, hey, my spirit has rubbed spirit with the Lord. My hands have touched him. My eyes have been held him. My body has been enveloped with the Holy Ghost. This is how you enter into him and both of you become one. It is an exchange of spirit with spirit. It is an exchange of heart with heart. As you behold him, you become like him. So that which you behold, that which gets intimately and close to you, I'm not talking about just this outward closeness, the inner closeness is what you can become. So intercourse is a contract and a covenant that binds two together. So every time Satan wants to reenact a demonic covenant with you, maybe something in your bloodline, maybe something in your past, maybe something you have broken out from, what he does is that he tries to come to have sex with you in your dream. It's a spiritual, what is really going on? It's not your physical body that is having sex. It's actually in the spirit. What you are seeing as sex is actually a demonic and a satanic um, event that is going on where they are trying to get you to be bound into a contract. Now you say to yourself, ah, Pierre, it's not possible. Listen, how did, um, um, what's his name? Uh, Abraham come into a contract with God. The Bible says that he slept. And it was while he slept that that first covenant that we are all recipients of happened. It was while he was sleeping that the covenant was made, that he was bound to God and God was bound to him. And God will always say, ah, I remember my covenant with Abraham. Where did he, I remember him, make it? In a sleep. 
That was how the covenant was bound. Was it not in a sleep that Eve was pulled out of Adam? And then you, you were sleeping. You dreamt that somebody removed something for your body. You don't hold the hand. Enter prayer. Anything that is taken out of me. People have been beaten by snakes in their dreams. And they woke up in the morning. And in that same spot that they were beaten in the dream, they woke up in the morning and their legs began. It became like a saw. And it began to grow, grow. till they had to cut off the leg. I have seen all kinds of crazy things because why when you go to sleep remember the bible says while they are slumbering god is doing spiritual activity and operation so satan also recognizes this so sometimes you think it's a dream but you are actually seeing what is going on in your environment because your spirit is very much awakened you know i was having a conversation some days ago with um, an extended family of mine here who um, actually was in coma for two months. And the conversation started because he said, when he, he came to Nigeria and he, he met me somewhere in, in another relative's house. I, in fact, I came to do something very kind. I think I came to pick up clothes or something like that. But somewhere in the middle of it, somebody said something and immediately I jumped into the conversation and I started teaching about heaven. And I started teaching about angels. And I just started talking about it. I was just like, look, you know, heaven is real. Da, da, da. And, I, and he, he said, do you remember? Do you remember? I was like, I know you remember, but that sounds like me. He says, and, you know, he says, and he was very quiet, you know, that the reason why he was quiet is because of the encounter he had. That Thank God I'm here in America. Let him tell me the encounter. He was telling me about when he was in coma. That when he woke up, he couldn't believe he was in coma for two months. That because for him, it was just like two days. One day in the dream world, one day passed that it was night throughout safe, you know, but in, he told me these encounters, this guy went to hell. He described different chambers of hell. People of God, you will not go to hell in Jesus' name. Hey, he described different chambers of hell. He described how he was trying to run away, the torment, the pain, the piercing, and how demons have invented all kinds of weapons of torment to torment people, and how he tried to escape several times. One time he tried to give them money. They say, your money does not work here. We don't need it here. My friend, enter your chamber, you know, and how finally Jesus came and delivered him. And he started talking about, he was talking about how when they were wheeling him one time when he was crashing, he knew he was crashing and how he was walking around the hospital and he saw them wheeling him. So he was walking behind his body while the nurses were rushing him to the theater. He said he was walking behind them. He saw them, you know, walking on him in the theater. You know, he, he walked around. Next thing he will appear again. They will come and the demons will come and pull him. This guy, when he woke up, he became a new man. He started from the moment he woke up, he started repenting. He started repenting and repenting and repenting, you know. Um, so I say this to you because these things are real. Very, very real. As a matter of fact, I believe it's, it's part of the plans of the enemy to desensitize us to the reality of dreams, visions, and prophecies so that we can never fully maximize what it means to be mankind to be mankind. We never fully maximize it. Somebody says, I was traumatized in my dreams as a child so much that I never wanted to dream again. I didn't realize that that's how the enemy bound me to fear. 
Oh, Lord, deliver you in the mighty name of Jesus. I speak a mighty deliverance over you in the name of Jesus. And we just break that. We break that in Jesus' name. We break that spirit of fear. We break that spirit of torment. And by the power in the blood of Jesus, we reclaim your dream life. We declare, we declare that like everything else that was made by God, it was made to bless you. It was made to empower you. It was made to strengthen you. We put a hedge of protection over your dream life and we rebuke um, any kind of satanic harassment in the name of the Lord Jesus. We just decree and declare that you are set free by the power of the Holy Spirit, set free to dream again in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Um, oh guys, you don't want me to finish my teaching. Somebody says, I was really, really battling with sexual dreams. If I receive a word of prayer, listen to a word about vision, business, growth, it's just a nightmare. And I just pray for people who are um, still battling with sexual dreams and are still um, being harassed in the dream world. Yes, yeah, somebody asked a very valid question. Please, how do we stop sex dreams? That is very, very fantastic. Um, so, oh, before I answer the sex dreams, amen to what um, Pastor Bambi just typed, that as opposed to being harassed by nightmares, you're going to get a visitation from God, Valentine. And can we all just say yes and amen? The Bible says, if all of us agree as touching any matter, it shall be done. As opposed to harassment, you will have divine visitations from the Lord, from heaven, in the name of Jesus. And so God will um, rebuild of the dream world visiting you with beautiful things in jesus name amen dreams of it get them but let's talk about sex dream even though i truncated my teaching i was telling you about the benefit of dream you have gone ahead of me anyway so first of all you have to see what what you see what you watch um, because there are different gateways into the soul and gateways into the spirit. You have different gates. You have the gate of your eyes, your ears, your nose, your mouth, your, your hand touch. You know, all of these are gateways. So um, a person is made up of everything you have allowed to enter the perimeters of your being. So um, it's, it's very simple. You open the gates of your house, all kinds of people will come in. Touts, rebels, monkeys, gorillas, everything will enter your house. And so you start battling, you start having an internal conflict and you start having an internal civil war within yourself. And so even though your mouth is saying, Jesus, I bless you, I love you, but you have the civil war of loss, the civil war of you know gluttony, you have the civil war of aggression, anger. Why? Because your gates and your doors are open, they are left unmanned. This is very, very critical for every believer to hear what I'm saying. So if you want to be a person that is, the Bible says, a house divided against itself cannot stand. So the reason why many people's spirituality is epileptic and they are unable to like be strong and, you know, consistently go from glory to glory, they are just maintaining, maintaining 
the beauty of their salvation. Let me just enter heaven. Let me just enter heaven. Let me just enter heaven. 15 years, you still just want to enter heaven. How about you bring heaven to earth? You know, how about you operate in the power of the kingdom life? You know, the reason why that happens is because their houses are constantly divided. You know, there's no singularity of thought and singularity of passion and singularity of vision. And the reason why is because their gates are constantly open. And you have to shut your gates. You know, people like David said things like, I, you know, I have made a vow with my eyes. You know, you can make a vow with your hand. You can make a vow with your ears that there are certain things you will not hear. There are certain communications you will not be involved in. You need to consecrate every part of you to God. Even in those days when servants were going to be, um, when servants decided that, you know what, I have served because after a certain number of years, I think seven years, the servants could be freed and, you know, allowed to, the slaves could be freed and allowed to go and, you know, live their lives. But if the slave has served the master that he really loves and he really feels like, you know, this master has been good to me, I feel like I can give him the rest of my life, you know, I want to serve him. What will happen is that the master will receive that agreement from the slave, but the form of the agreement for the bond servant is that his ear, his ear lobe will be, you know, they would they will be pierced, they'll pierce it against, you know, the door. And so that was a form of consecration that his ears were consecrated. Now, part of being a bond servant of God is that you consecrate the conversations that enter your life. But as I was saying, people should not be able to say certain things around you. Not if I, we have to go back to what Ghanaians call Krife. If there's any Ghanaian here, Krife is strong Christian that does not take nonsense. The type that they they don't just only wear clothes that cover their cleavage. You see this turtle neck I'm wearing is your SI unit turtle neck. When they cover their hair, they even cover the eyebrow. Less the eyebrow should show you know, cover everything. We have to go back to spirit Jim Jim, spirit Coco, you know, kind of Christianity. Why? Because it's very important. Because it says, this are, it says the bone servant consecrates himself and says, I have sealed the conversations of my life to the conversations of this house. I have sealed myself permanently, you know, and I say this, um, <laughs> Very in dress code. Pastor Stephanie is going to share the pamphlet with all of us. In fact, I don't want to say something. I remember them missing on course. So, um, yeah. You know, we'll share it. You have to consecrate yourself to God. Um, and so consecrate your gates. It's going to be. Ah, who is this hope? Hope you like just go to work. I'm not gonna just you. Um, you have to consecrate yourself and man your gates. If not, all kinds of invasion will happen and it manifests itself in your dreams. Now, another way to um stop the the what is going on at night is to also pray before you go to bed. Pray, 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 release scriptures all around you. Release scripture and declare it 
and decree it and declare it and decree it. Release it all around you. Consecrate your environment. Anoint your bed. Anoint your environment. Anoint it all. Don't let anybody come and do any rubbish in your room because, ah, go back, everybody, and watch Prayer Rain for the month of September when I taught about gates and doors. That is what you need because I, I took I think we took, was it 15 days or 14 days to teach about gates? And I was teaching about entryways in the spirit realm and how things enter your life and how things break through your defense system. So go back and watch prayer rain for the month of September. And because it will really help you to understand how to keep your spiritual environment covered and protected. Some people can be gates. They can open it. Somebody can come and live in your house. A nanny that is very perverted can live in your house house and you start having perverted dreams it is very possible a spouse can be going out to have sex with people and you that you are attending all the prayer meeting you start having sexual dreams it happens people can be gates so and it depends on the level of access they have in your life and the level of security system you have put in place so when you pray, it's not just prayers of oh, Father, I bless you, Father, I thank you. You have to declare over yourself, I decree and I declare that my life is impermeable to the attack of hell. I decree and I declare that I am consecrated and I stand in the consecration that I have done and my faith, I decree and I declare as it pertains to my life. You know, you have to declare these things and raise scriptures that speak to them and build up your world. You have to become spiritually intelligent to know how to maneuver because, you know, this world is so, how, it's so delicate. How do you escape certain things? So you have to maneuver through them by the word of the Lord to keep yourself safe. Another thing you need to do is that you have to practice reacting or to demonic things, practice it even physically. The Jesus you did not call in the physical, trust me, in the dream, you will not call it. If you're a person that, you know, when things happen in the physical, you know, the first thing you say is F word, F word, uh -huh. in your dream, when they come to attack you, that is that F word you are going to say. You will not remember Jesus because your dream is merely an extension of your physical consciousness. I need you to understand. So if physically you're, you have trained yourself to respond a certain way, that's how you're going to respond. In the physical, something happens, something falls on your leg, you say, damn, don't worry. When incubus come, the first thing I'm going to say is, damn, and they, damn is going to push them further into your life. So you have to train yourself to have spiritual response, even to physical things. So somebody, you know, um, suggest something sexually perverted you have to learn to ah open your mouth and speak the bible says the power to life and death is in the tongue so you have to open your mouth and speak and say oh come on you don't say that oh ah my goodness that is I just, ah holy spirit cleanse me cleanse me wash my ears i just declare in the name of jesus that has no stand in me ah father god you know what you are doing is that you are releasing life. You are releasing the life of God. And so when you get used to it, even in the spirit, you will respond the same way. You will respond the same way. So retrain yourself, retrain your spirit. But also lastly, for because this is the sexual people that we're talking about. Lastly, you have to, um, you, 
Power of God now wow, for this church group. Somebody said there was a time I lost my voice trying to call Jesus in my dream. I heard the name Beelzebub. It's okay. Don't worry about that. We'll get to Beelzebub. I'm going to teach you about Beelzebub. But please, yeah, keep pressing for the name of Jesus. Um, hey, Father God, what was I going to say? I was going to say, lastly, yes, break covenants. Break covenants. Um, there are many people, I keep saying it over and over again, covenants are entry points to our lives. Covenants are entry points to our lives. Covenants are entry points to our lives. Remember when I talked about covenants and I taught you about um, um, David, when David became king and there was famine over the land and David was like, what's going on? What's going on? You know, why is there famine in the land? What's happening? You know, and then David then realized that Saul, uh, no, don't send me your dreams, please. Don't send me your dreams to interpret. That's why we're having this session. Uh, you know, the day when we do dream interpretation, we'll do dream and interpretation, just hop, hop, hop. We'll do it one of these days, maybe on a Sunday. Um, but anyway, we'll take dreams and just interpret them. Uh, but let me, I'll finish these teachings and I'll teach you signs and symbols and all of that so that you'll be able to do some work yourself. Um, Holy Ghost, please remind me, what was I saying? Break covenants. Yes. And then the David was worried and said, what's going on? And then David then realized that Saul had broken a covenant that Joshua had, I think, with the Gibeonites. Joshua, when he was invading the lands, he agreed with the Gibeonites that he will not attack them as long as I can't remember what they were supposed to do. He entered into a covenant. And then um, fast forward 300 years after Joshua made the covenant with the Gibeonites, 300 years after, I need you to hear me clearly, 300 years after, that's three of my grandmothers, 300 years after, um, Saul came as king and then Saul broke that covenant that he made by attacking the Gibeonites and then Saul died and went away. Fast forward maybe 10 years after Saul did what he did. There was that famine in the land and in inquiry, David found out that it was because Saul had broken a covenant that he made, that Joshua made. You see how Joshua made it, so broke it. David is paying for it. So nobody should tell me that covenants don't have effect on generations. Joshua made it, even against God's will, because God did not tell Joshua to make that covenant. But Joshua made it, but God had to honor it. Because Joshua was a representative of the nation of Israel at that time, and he was the ruler. So he made it, Saul broke it, and then the effect started manifesting in the life of David. And so David, as the king, said, what shall we do for this covenant to be broken? And they said they had to get the heads of seven people from the house of Saul. And then so David gave them the heads of seven people from Saul's lineage, apart from Mephibosheth, that he had made a vow with, that he was going to save Mephibosheth. So imagine his own covenant with with. In fact, his vow to Mephibosheth was a product of his covenant with Mephibosheth's father, who is Jonathan. Now, see this whole covenant word playing out. Because he had a covenant with Jonathan, the father of Mephibosheth, Mephibosheth was saved at a time when they were looking for the heads of the children of Saul, Saul's family. So people died 
just by being related to Saul. So in the same way, you can't say to me, MOPI, me, I traveled abroad, I went to Harvard. So all these things, all those things, I don't really care about it. Let me tell you, demons don't recognize phone. They don't know Harvard. They don't use visa. They don't have passport. You understand? These guys are radicals. They've been living for many, many years, millions of years. Do you understand? They understand that their time is short. Why you are there combing your hair and doing Jericho and speaking big, big English, Look, they are penetrating and invading your life. So you have to understand how to arrange yourself. Present yourself very well as, um, you know, brand yourself any way you want to brand yourself. But remember that within yourself must be the dimension of El Gibor, a person of war. Do you understand? So this covenant became the very reason why Mephibosheth was saved. And people died from Saul's house. Why am I saying all of this to you? The reason why some people are suffering, even these attacks, this sexual intercourse, is because there's probably a covenant that is still playing out in your life. And I need you to understand how covenants work. A covenant may work between two human beings. But when two human beings make covenant, it is not just the human beings that are making covenant, but everything that the human beings are are making the covenant. Your spirit is making the covenant. You even bring your gods to play. So when you agree to partner with a person, you are not just partnering with their face, with their technical expertise. You are also partnering with their gods you are partnering with their spirit and everything that they bring that's why somebody can marry a person and from the moment you marry the person your business began to go down till today you've not been able to count one million naira why because you did not just marry a fine face or a, a buff guy what you also married you married the gods of his house so that even if you say to yourself me i'm not as far as you've entered an agreement you become a particular of the penalties that are upon the person's life I need you to understand what I'm saying. So some people, the covenants that are worrying some people and uh, oh, what are these things people are sending me? Apostle, I had two former pastors astral project into my room and do strange stuff to my face. Look. There are some things that are going on in these private chats that are distracting me. That person sent Pastor Stephanie this message. And she will send it to me. And we need to attend to that. I hope you have left that church with these two astral projects. Leave the church. Oh. Not church. Leave the cult. Oh. You are responsible for your own life, please, in the name of the Lord Jesus. Hey, even Jesus said did not have to project until the day he was taken into the clouds to leave this world. He wasn't just floating up and down, in and out like that. But there are things, so it is well. Anyway, on track, break covenants. Break covenant. You go, I, I'm going. Father, I thank you in Jesus' name. They are taking me left and right. Um, so break the covenants that are still playing out, that are still speaking, that are still having effects on your life. You know, you have to break it. For some of you, it was covenants you. And let me go there again. 
covenants you made with porn. Mm. Yeah, what do you mean? Um, so what compromises a, you know, a covenant? Two entities. Mm -hmm. So you plus the porn sites. Uh, so the two entities agree to one particular thing. So the site agreed that they will give you pleasure by proximity, uh, by distance, e-pleasure. And you agreed that you will receive everything that the site had promises to give to you. Then the site now said, but for you to get it, let's take this a step further. You need to use your data or some will now say you have to pay subscription. If I want somebody told me how much, I said, wow, 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 wow. That's like one crusade, but let's go on. So you now have to pay for some site subscription. Then you give your money to it. Covenant. You are having a formal agreement on many levels, on the level of your gates, on the level of your time. Time is also a way of covenanting to a thing. On the level of your time, when you sign a contract with your, with your job people, what is it that you're signing really in that contract? That you will give your time, you will give your presence, and they will give you money. That's a covenant you have with the company. So as long as you are working there, you now stand within the very hours of the spiritual atmosphere of that organization. So the spiritually wise people know how to navigate their way out of atmospheres and organizations so that even though they are working there, they are above it. You know, so in the same way, some people have made covenants with certain sites. And then you have, you now found Jesus, you now found the way or you now repented, but you have actually never, never taking out time to say, God, I renounce. Don't just say, I renounce porn, you know, because it, you, you did it in church. So they say, begin to renounce anything. Lord, I renounce. Hey, demons in my father's house. You were shouting, demons in my mother's house. The pastor said, renounce pornography. Lord, I renounce. In the name of Jesus, they say, go back home and shout it. Declare to the Lord and be specific. God, I renounce doing this. God, I renounce doing that. God, the, and for some people also, the gate that was open was probably a rape, an abuse, or molestation in childhood. Stay with me. And you, you, because you were a victim of something that happened to you, you didn't feel the need to renounce anything because you were a victim. But you see, just because thieves came to my house, broke all the glasses in my house broke the furniture and took some stuff and left a, left the house like that in that dilapidated state. Yes, I am a victim. Yes, I'm angry. Yes, I'm absurd. But the only problem is I will never be able to sit down on a chair if I don't go back and buy a chair. I will never be able to, you know, use my mirror to, to do my makeup if I don't go back and buy a new mirror. So in as much as I was a victim, there is still a level of work I have to do if I would be able to enjoy the minimal, at least minimal comfort of spirit or minimal comfort of life. So the thing is sometimes some things were done to us that hurt us, that broke us and 
tied us into some sort of covenant and we have to break it and we have to renounce everything that was imputed into our spirit by reason of that occurrence. Some people, it was when they were children, they were molested by maybe a nanny, a woman. And from that time, they had lesbian tendencies or a, a, a guy, you know, and they had gay tendencies. And you're literally trying to break away from that thing right now. And you're like, why do I keep, just, you, you have to renounce it categorically. Sometimes in the place of prayer, take the Holy Ghost back into that place and say, Holy Spirit, this particular thing, this particular ways, I, you know, you can even renounce the, the feeling you have, that sensation, you know, that you get just by watching it and say, you know what, I know that my body responds this way, but I declare that in the name of Jesus, there is a reset going on in my body. There is a reset going on in my soul. There's a reset going on in my emotions. I declare that I do not enjoy. This is not my definition of sensual, sexual pleasure in the name of Jesus. I declare that there is a new definition that is coming upon me by the power of the Holy Ghost. I break whatever signals. I hope somebody's praying. I hope somebody's praying. I break whatever signals or whatever connection that I have with this particular thing or with this particular way or this particular subject matter, uh, whatever way that it has an ability to communicate with my inner man, with my soul, with my spirit, with my heart, with my body, I severe that connection by the blood of Jesus. I decree and I declare that I am no longer enticed by it. I decree and I declare that there is an uprooting from inside of my soul. Whatever trees it planted, whatever seeds it planted that is hoping for a harvest, I uproot the seeds right now by the power of the Holy Ghost. I uproot the seeds by the blood of Jesus. I remove them from Right now, in the mighty name of Jesus, I decree and I declare that there is no seed that was planted in me by any spirit that can stay. I reject it. I renounce it in the name of Jesus. I renounce covenants that I made with my mouth, either to people when I said to them, you are my heart. You are my life, you are my everything, and now you are struggling to commit to your to your legal marriage. Begin to renounce those covenants and say, in the name of the Lord Jesus, it could even be 20 years ago, and you said, I could never love anybody else. And truly, really, you're struggling to love the one you are with. Renounce it and say, in the name of Jesus, I renounce that agreement right now. In Jesus' name, I declare and I declare. And so you're still dreaming about the same person 10, 15, 20 years later you're still seeing the same person in your dream renounce it break any kind of covenant you made that was not of the lord break it break it break it break it shatter it in the name of jesus an organization you worked in five years ago you are still dreaming of the same boss and every time the person comes nothing good comes out of it Break it by the power of the Holy Spirit. Why are you constantly seeing your grandmother who was a witch? For what? Why? Your dream world is not the place where the Satan is supposed to come and play with you. Your dream world is meant to be consecrated to God. So right now, begin to consecrate it to the Lord. Put your hand on your eye and say, I anoint my eye gates and I declare that my 
eyes are consecrated to God. Today, I make a vow with the Lord that I will not put these eyes where God is not going. Holy Ghost, have mercy on me for the times that I have subjected you to the things that you do not desire and you do not want to look upon. Retrain me and retrain my eyes. In the name of Jesus, I am building up my defense system. Now put your hand on your ears and say, in the name of the Lord Jesus, I repent of every time that I have subjected my ears to hear demonic satanic conversations that have resulted in the invasion of my soul and my spirit. I repent today and I renounce all those conversations. By the blood of Jesus, I break their hold on me. Conversations that have changed my appetite and have changed my response. And now I desire a certain kind of satanic conversation for me to feel alive. God, I uproot the seed of that appetite on the inside of me. I break it in the name of Jesus. I decree and I declare that my appetite is being retrained by God in the name of the Lord Jesus. And I seal my ears to the, to the, to the, to the door of heaven. I seal my ears to the table of God. I declare and I declare that my ears only hear the things that are pleasing to the Father in the name of the Lord Jesus. In the same way, my nose, my mouth, my hand, I consecrate all my gifts to God. I declare that as my body interfaces with the world, that I will interface and I will not be corrupted in the name of Jesus. Father, make me wise. Make that prayer. Father, make me wise. Give me wisdom. Father, give me understanding of how spiritual things work. Father, give me knowledge so that I will be able to escape the enslavement of hell. Make me alert. Make me quick to see, quick to know, quick to react in the name of Jesus and consecrate my reactions in the the name of Jesus, help me to react spiritually and not carnally in the mighty name of Jesus. Set me up, oh God. In the mighty name of Jesus. And so, Father God, I need you to even renounce. And I just heard the Lord say that some people have been involved in um, witchcraft. Some people People have been involved in hexes. Some people have been involved in spells. Some people even so have some objects in their houses that were given to them by voodoo priests, by juju priests, and they were given to them amulets and charms. This morning, renounced everything. If you still have them in your house, go and gather them as this call is ending. In fact, as you are praying in the Holy Ghost, get up and gather those objects. Some of you are still using a, what do they call that thing that they put smoke around the house. Some of you have all kinds of charms. God, pull them out, pull them off from your environment. Those things are open doors, open gates in the spirit realm that are allowing demonic spirits into your houses. Some of you say, oh, they gave you crystals. They gave you this one. Pull them out, remove them. They are open gates. You are still using dildo. You are still using sexual things and you don't want to have incubus and incubus. Of course they will come. Remove any object that is a doorway in the spirit realm to the invasion of your spirit and your soul. This is warfare. Warfare is not only prayer. Warfare is also the actions you take, the actions you take to necessitate your deliverance. Go and do what you have to do. Gather them. 
tie them in a nylon, burn them, trash them. And as you are doing so, be speaking in the name of the Lord Jesus. Cleanse your environment. Cleanse your environment. Make sure, do a cleanse constantly. Enter your children's room and do cleanse. Make sure that the place is always cleansed and God can come in. Do you understand? And the Holy Ghost can leave, can leave and dwell and thrive in your environment. So, Father, in the mighty name of Jesus, Right now, as we do this repentance, I decree and I declare, even as the people have repented of these things, evil masturbation, repent of it. You are masturbating about somebody that is not your husband, somebody that is not your wife. You are masturbating and you think that it does not open the door for all kinds of things to evade you. You are a hey, father in the name of Jesus as your people repent. Lord, we know that we are entering into the force of deliverance. We are entering into the sphere of liberty so that in the year 2023, God, we will walk freely, we will walk powerfully to engage, oh God, to engage all that you have called us to do in the name of the Lord Jesus. Lord, we decree and we declare that in this year 2023, Baba, we are walking in power. We are walking in power in the name of the Lord Jesus. God, we declare that a spiritual cleanse is going on as we renounce, oh God, we receive the strength to do the things that are necessary in the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit. We are walking away. 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 From any captivity of hell in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, my God. Lord, I bless you. Lord, I give you praise. You are great and you are greatly to be praised. Thank you for your power that has been released over this call. And thank you for the people that you have set free. Uh, Father, I just thank you, oh God, because I see a lady, um, I see a vision of a lady crying. And right now, Lord Jesus, I just declare that your mercy reigns and rules over the lives of your people in the mighty name of Jesus. And we just reject the spirit of condemnation that will want to come and extrapolate the judgment of God to make you feel that, you know, you are not, and delivered, you are not received by the Lord, you are not forgiven. We just reject that spirit of condemnation and we just speak grace and grace and grace and the love of the Father over this call in the name of Jesus, the love of God. Let it overwhelm you, let it overwhelm you. Experience God's love, experience Jesus' love for you. He died so that you may be able to walk freely. So receive the freedom in which Christ has made you free. Amen. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. And Lord, we just pray for, uh, oh my gosh. Okay. So she said today's her anniversary. I can't pronounce your name. It's Sambinzeng Mokwari. Please, can you help me uh, pronounce your name? Tabi Seng. Yes. Okay, where are you from? Are you from South Africa? South Africa, yes. Okay, all right. So, mm -hmm. Lord, we pray for Sabi Singh. Yes. We thank you, Father, for her marriage. What's the name of your husband? 
Lucky. Lucky. Yes. Okay. Father, we thank you for Tabise and Lucky, Lord. We thank you, Lord Jesus, for um, bringing them together. We thank you for the season of grace that they have experienced. And we thank you, Father, for the days that lie ahead of them. Father, we just thank you for the mission, God, um, that you have for these ones and the beautiful journey that you have called them to. I thank you, precious Holy Spirit, because um, you've called them, these ones to be people who will call for you who will go across to different places and different lands for you oh god and just establishing your gospel so father i pray that in the name of the lord jesus that you your hand will be mighty upon them and you will provide the resources that they need um to do this very work that you have called them to do in the name of the lord jesus and god we just declare that indeed um it's going to be a beautiful season for them it's going to be a beautiful time for them father we just thank you because you're going to cause um, fruitfulness to abound in their lives in the mighty name of Jesus. And Father, if there be any area of struggle, oh God, we just reject it today by the power of the Holy Spirit and we just release the ease of God over them in the name of our Lord Jesus. Please, I hope everybody's praying for Sabise and Lucky. I hope we all prayed for them and just bless them and bless them and, you know, release God's blessings over them in the name of Jesus. And we pray for Karen. Um, today is her ninth birthday. We just decree and we declare that even as she's coming to an age and a stage of accountability, that indeed she will know the Lord her God. We declare that Kyrene um, shall be used by God mightily. We declare that the hand of the Lord um, shall be mighty upon her life in the name of the Lord Jesus. We just decree and declare that the power in the blood of Jesus washes over her and we declare that um, she shall come into an awakening um, in the name of the Lord Jesus. I will pray that the word of the Lord shall be written boldly upon her heart. I will just ask, oh God, that you will take this one, Jesus, and you will use her as a revivalist. You will use her, oh God, as one that will stir up your fire in many nations and for many generations. And we decree and we declare, Father, that the, that the web of deceit shall not have any power over her. Father, as we bless her this day, we decree that she grows up in the fullness of the stature of Christ. Christ in Jesus' name. We thank you for Azine. Today is also Azine's birthday. Lord, we just release your blessings over Azine, oh God. Uh, we just decree that in the mighty name of Jesus, she is blessed, she is kept, she is anointed, she is watered by your spirit in Jesus' name. And we release that same blessing over Milka. Today is also Milka's birthday, Lord. And uh, so Milka's daughter, niece, her name is Lucy. And we declare this over Lucy also. And Azine, I would just say, in the name of the Lord Jesus, grow and prosper, increase, enter into your new day. In the mighty name of Jesus, we just declare over you, Jangre inko supra intelekiza valeta, zande biadokra eka seva indalabata. We just declare over you that your new day has come, your new season has come. In the mighty name of Jesus, thank you, Holy Spirit. I hope we're blessing all this people that I'm calling out their names, bless them, bless them, pray for them, declare the hand of God over them in the name of Jesus. Amen, amen, amen. I hope I didn't miss anybody. Uh, thank you, Holy Spirit. So tomorrow, tomorrow, 
Okay, so I'm just scrolling through messages real quickly just to make sure I didn't miss anything because I had to go back. Uh, yes, 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 people blessing people, people praying for people. Thank you, Jesus. I love that. I love that. I love community prayer. I love blessings. The Lord hears it. We say yes and amen to all of these blessings. I see somebody pray for a Tomiwa. Okay, I must have missed that. Lord, we bless Tomiwa in Jesus' name. Uh, we bless Baruch in Jesus' name. We declare that they are blessed by the power of the Holy Spirit in the name of Jesus. God's hands, God's watering is upon them in Jesus' name. Um, they grow, they increase, they, they partake of the same atmosphere of liberty that has been released over this call in the name of Jesus. Linda, thank you for blessing me. I receive it in Jesus' name. Uh, thank you, Holy Spirit. Yes. I said you should discard the charms and all the items that open gates and doors to your life, that open the doors to spiritual demonic oppression. Um, so you have to break that. Um, okay, I, I'm, not, I'm not sure I understand this one about somebody and their spouse, uh, but we'll take dreams. Maybe I will take it maybe... Um, on Saturday, when we have time, maybe Saturday morning, we'll do dreams on Saturday, and you could just tell me your dreams, and we'll, we'll just, you know, pop up interpretation. Let's do that, because when we get into seasons like this, you know, uh, people are dreaming a lot. Um, so we'll take dreams on Saturday, and you can also, yes, take courses, OT, Longe, Prophet OT, very powerful guy. He's a brother, he's a friend, he's a trusted voice on dream interpretation. I will see if he's available on Saturday to join me to do some dream interpretation. Um, he's a partner of the house POI. So if he is, I'm sure he will do it. Um, but I also encourage you to take his courses. It's called the Dreamer's Corner. That's the name of his school. He teaches on dreams and interpretation. If you go to Instagram, find him the dream, dreamer's corner or find Otinunga and I find the dreamer's corner. He has several courses. I trust him. I trust his teachings. Um, so you can grow in that regard. Uh, oh, Samia uh, has a job interview tomorrow. I just pray for you in the name of the Lord Jesus um, that the spirit of God will grant you favor. And I pray that God will grant you wisdom um, to prepare accurately and adequately um, for what you have to, to do. And I pray that God's hand will be upon you as you go and grant you favor the same way that the Lord was upon Joseph, upon Daniel. I pray that God will show you your own necessary consecration so that you may have favor before the kings and he may put a ready word in your mouth in Jesus' name. Amen. Yeah, thank you, Lord. And um, thank you, former, for praying for Anna and the healing of the Lord. Um, flowing through her. I didn't see that message. Um, and we just pray for deliverance from every seizure in Anna's life in the name of Jesus. Deliverance from every kind of seizure in the mighty name of Jesus. We break that oppressive spirit in Jesus' name and we declare that 
um, Anna is set free by the power of the Holy Spirit. We just reject, we reject that spirit of seizure right now in the name of Jesus. We break that spirit, we reject it, we severe it from you. We say, come out in the name of Jesus and set her free right now by the power of the Holy Spirit. Healing, liberty, liberation, release in the name of the Lord Jesus. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Holy Spirit. And just, Jasmine, go also in the same grace um, that we have released. Uh, and so let that same grace go with you, Jasmine, in Jesus' name. Um, we have the first right of ownership on property we're renting right now to bid for 10 a.m. Who is that person? Linda. Yes. So, okay. So let's just, you know, since we're on a roll, we might as well. So Linda, we pray for you in Jesus name that, you know, you find favor with that property as you go there. I pray that the Lord will send his angels of negotiation to negotiate on your behalf, to inspire you on what to say, what to do. And I just pray that God's hand will be um, upon that process and you will come back with a testimony of how the spirit of God um, on your behalf negotiated and you were able to get that property since it is your desire. I pray that the Lord makes it happen for you and brings it to pass uh, for the earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof the world and all that dwell within it belong to God. Land, houses, and property, it is God's will for us to acquire them. So I pray that the same God of Abraham who gave him vastness of land will also give you the space in Jesus' name. Amen. Um, God bless you. Pauline, we just pray in the name of Jesus um, for that judgment to be reversed. In Jesus' name, the Bible declares that a laborer is worthy of his wages. I just pray that um, that the spirit of desperation that is seeking to keep you in a repeated cycle of being shortchanged, let it break over your life right now in Jesus' name. And so, Father, we call a reversal of that judgment. We declare that in the name of Jesus, you will be called back and it will be changed and it will be reversed and you'll be given what is due you in the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Yes, we pray for Joyce's husband. Please, everyone, make sure you're praying for people. Just pray over them. Release, release, pray and prophesy over them. You know, Joyce, we pray for your husband with the muscle movement condition. We just release the anointing of the Holy Ghost over his muscles. Uh, we pray that in the name of the Lord Jesus, we call the wings of the earth, the wings of the spirit to just come into his body and restore, restore the movement in the name of Jesus. Pastor Stephanie, Pastor Bambi, if I miss anybody, feel free to jump in, pray and prophesy over people. Karabasu Yes, Lord, and we release wisdom over your daughter to make the right decision concerning Micah's school in Jesus' name. The Bible says, train up a child in the way that he should go, and when he grows, he will not depart from it. And so we pray that in the name of Jesus, um, we know that you are involved in the education of children. You want them to go to the right place. So, Father, concerning Micah, in the name of Jesus, instruct um, the family on where to go and where to put her in the name of our Lord Jesus. 
kura bese kedele bahanje tekele mahanda hada bosuka tele baha hey i almost covered but lord i just pray for that family grieving and the death of twins that were born at birth and they were lost at best pastor stephanie pastor bambi please jump in pastor bumi is here jumping also the twins that were lost at birth father in the name of the lord jesus um we'll just pray for that family oh god and i just ask father that you who is the balm of gilead lord jesus that you will um, just suit that family and father I ask that in Jesus name that you will come and restore restore the joy in that house God I know that it almost seems like um, an inconceivable pain and one that you cannot recover from but Lord Jesus I have seen you do it again and again and day I had miscarriages Lord and I saw you restore me and replenish me and give me hope again and so from that which I have received oh God I bless that family and I ask God that let that same comfort come upon them in the name of Jesus out of the comfort that I have received I speak comfort over your family I speak comfort over the woman I speak comfort over every member and I declare and I decree that in Jesus' name, in another six months, there will be a turnaround and God will bless the womb again with children in the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you for MM and a new job. Lord, we just decreed by the power of the Holy Spirit. Lord Jesus, we thank you, Holy Spirit, because we know that Lord God, um, you, you, your hand is upon Eunice, oh God, and Kolika, Father, I thank you, Father, um, because you are healing every pain and every thyroid inflammation, oh God. Father, I just ask that in the name of Jesus, let them begin to clear up right now. We just declare this miracle, oh God. Father, we thank you because you're dispatching angels this morning to touch them, to heal them. Ramando Thank you, Jesus. Marando Kesekeba. I will pray for that mother who lost her um, only surviving sibling today, oh God. Father, we pray that you bring comfort to her in the name of Jesus. And God, we pray for that child that has um, slow development. And we take the opportunity to pray for every other child suffering from slow development. We declare that by the power of the Holy Spirit, that Father God from that is proceeding from this place of prayer, oh God, that Father, whatever it is in their brains, oh God, um, that 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 is not functioning effectively as you should father right now in the mighty name of jesus we just release your healing anointing to touch them father and restore the function of their brains and their bodies and their minds and their spirits and we call for total healing and restoration this morning in the mighty name of jesus Thank you, Holy Spirit. We just thank you for Daniel and for Philip. Oh God, for success to be their portion in the name of the Lord Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Oh, Baba, we give you praise. Bambi, please unmute your mic. Stephanie, unmute your mic. Thank you, Holy Ghost. Father, we bless you, Lord. We thank you. Shandarika Sukre in the Lekoska Paradela Dalaka. 
I hear this person say, um, for the first time she lost pregnancy and uh, an opportunities God told her about. Uh, she's been having dreams of losing pregnancies. Um, Pastor Stephanie, can you just prove that individual? Um, she's been having dreams of losing um, pregnancies. Let's just declare restoration. In the name of Amen. Father Lord, we just pray over your daughter, O oh God, and we cover her in your blood. Father, we decree and we declare, O oh God, that nothing, no weapon formed against her will prosper in the name yes. of and Father, Lord, we declare that anywhere and any way the enemy may have plundered or penetrated into her life, Father, we take back the authority right now in the name of Jesus. We pray for strength. We pray for restoration, oh God. In the mighty name of Jesus, we plead the blood round about her as a covering and as a head. Oh God, in the mighty name of Jesus, for everything that has been stolen, oh God, Father, we pray for a restoration. In Jesus' name, Father, restoration, healing, oh God, in the mighty name of Jesus, healing in her body, healing in her mind, in her emotions, oh God, in the name of Jesus, we pray that this day, God, said concerning your daughter, nothing missing, nothing broken, God, in the mighty name of Jesus, she will testify in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father, because every seed that you have planted in her life, oh God, it will bring forth fruit, oh God, in the name of Jesus, and no more abortion, no more termination, no more stealing, no more um, um, hijacking, oh God, of her godly seed, oh God, in the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Thank you, Lord. I will just use this opportunity to pray for everyone else who is believing God for a baby. Father, we reject that spirit of um, abortion and that spirit that shortcuts um, children before they can come into this world. And Lord God, in the name of the Lord Jesus, we ask for your mercy over the bodies of your children. And we just ask, Father, let the children come to full term and let us record multiple pregnancies and children released from this place in the name of Jesus. Thank Amen. you, Spirit. Thank you, Father. Um, Pastor Bambi, um, um, Sally is praying for the release of the title deed for two properties that they have bought and prayed for, paid for. Can you just pray over Sally? Um, the release of the title deeds for two properties they have bought and prayed for. If Pastor Bumi is here, please join us. Pastor Bambi, please go ahead. Father, in the name of Jesus, we just thank you, oh God, even for your daughter, oh God. And Lord, we thank you for even your enablement and your provision that enabled them to even pay for those properties in the name of Jesus. And Amen. Father... Jesus' mighty name, we decree and we declare that whatsoever and whosoever is holding on to their possession in the name of Jesus, Father, we command them to let it go now in the name of Jesus. We Amen. release the property in the spirit first, oh God, and then in the physical in the name of Jesus. Every fourth darkness oh god everything that has stood in their way father we break it today we break it we break it we break it in the name of jesus every, every covenant with 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 the kingdom of darkness oh god father we we break it in the name of jesus and lord Amen. we ask oh god that by revelation oh god you bring to the surface oh god any information that is not available to them at this time father in the name of jesus whatever Amen. has happened behind their backs oh god i ask today 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 oh god 
in the name of Jesus, that you bring forth that information and release whatever the enemy has transacted without your knowledge upon this land in the name of Jesus, that you release it unto them in Jesus' mighty name. We receive the land, O oh God, in the spirit, O oh God, and we receive it in the flesh, Father, in the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Amen. There are a lot of people who um, are just asking us to pray for their children. I've prayed about it before, but I needed to just release um, a blessing. Children who um, they say slow development. Um, Fadekemi asked for that prayer specifically. And then somebody else also spoke about um, he's saying their child, Olua Tobi, who has been diagnosed as being on the spectrum and has speech delay. I just want you to just pray over these children, as many as they may be on this call and just release as the spirit of God leads you. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you for our children, oh God. We thank you for these children. Specifically, we use Toby as a point of contact in the name of Jesus. Mm -hmm. Father, Lord, we ask that in the name of Jesus, you who heals, you who restores, oh Lord God Almighty, begins to and heal and bring normalcy into the bodies and the minds of these children in the name of Jesus. Father, in the name of Jesus, oh God, whatever Lord God Almighty has stopped or has stalled or has truncated their growth, we curse you from the roots in the name of Jesus. We say, remove your hands, remove your hands, because these ones belong to the Lord. These ones the arrows in our quavers, and we will shoot them appropriately according to the counsel of the Lord. Your word says, and the child grew and he became strong wisdom and strength. Father, these ones will grow, oh God, they will grow in the spirit, they will grow in their body, they will grow in their mind according to the timetable that the Lord has ordained for them in the name of Jesus. No longer does the enemy have authority to truncate their growth. We say, thus far shall you go and no more in the name of Jesus. And we speak a turnaround. We speak a restoration into their body and into their mind. We speak into the minds of these children. We speak into their faculty. Whatever is making them be on the spectrum. We, we, we cancel, we nullify, we make rubbish and nonsense every intention of the enemy right now by the supernatural power of the Holy Spirit. These children to operate and speak and do the normal things that children at their age are supposed to do. Even the doctors will marvel and they will yes. say truly this is the work of something divine father we thank yes. you for these children lord will testify for these children lord these children are arrows in our quiver and they will not be inadequate to perform their role on the earth in the name of jesus they are for signs and they are for wonders they will lead their generation and so they must be born in the name of jesus we speak wholeness we speak wholeness we speak wholeness we speak wholeness we speak wholeness, we speak wholeness, we speak normalcy in the name of Jesus. For the Lord will perfect everything that concerns them. Right now, there is a perfection, there's a realignment of everything that concerns these children in the name of Jesus. And which the enemy thought for evil, the Lord has come to make a testimony in your family in the name of Jesus. Because these ones that have been taught to be the, at the bottom of the scale will become the shining lights in 
in their yes. generation and in I your family, it. you will testify hey. that the hey. Lord is good and his mercy hey. endures forever. These ones are tools in the hands of the Lord to establish his kingdom in this generation. And so we speak forth perfection and normalcy and accuracy in their growth in the name of Jesus. We Man. thank you, Lord, for we pray in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Father, we use um, your, your son, Ivan, as a point of contact. Um, it says he's, he's acting now, but Lord Jesus, we just use him as a point of contact to all other children, to all our children. Father, the children that are acting out, Father, they say it's homos, they say it's teenagers, but Lord Jesus, you are the Holy Ghost. You have power over the spirits and the souls of men. You said the hands of kings are in your hands, are like a water course. You turn it for good. Father, we decree and we declare that the hearts of our children are in your hands, oh God. Whatever their age may be, whatever their stage may be, we declare that by the power of the Holy Spirit that their personalities will not be hijacked by hell, will not be hijacked by darkness. The unique personalities you gave to them from heaven, we decree it will not be hijacked by culture, it will not be hijacked by trend. In the name of Jesus, we bless our children today. We decree, oh God, that to every child that has come from somebody on this platform, we decree that in the mighty name of Jesus, the fire of the Holy Ghost to the altar of intercession we decree and we declare that wherever they go the hand of god we go with them we decree Amen. the angels of god i position over our sea to watch over the covenant of prayers that we make yes. in this father therefore we nullify every demonic spirit every demonic spirit of rebellion the spirit yes. of rebellion the spirit of disobedience yeah, 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 yeah. You in the name of jesus we refuse Amen. to normalize rebellion we refuse Amen. to normalize disobedience we decree Amen. that in the name of the lord jesus our children have gentleness which is the fruit of the spirit we declare that yeah. our children are peaceful our children have perseverance and endurance our children have ears that hear and they respond accordingly to the word of the lord we decree and we declare that in the name of the lord jesus our children shall not be science experiments for hell in the mm. name of jesus we pull the count of god and we pull them into the jurisdiction of your spirit we decree yes. and we declare that they are set free set free set free from any form of captivity in the name of jesus Amen. Please, pastors, go ahead. If there's anybody I have missed, just go ahead and pray, 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 pray. Linda said we should pray for Etienne. He has been really, he's been having nose bleeding for hours, you know, of, of the night. Please, can somebody just take that up? Let's pray for Etienne and the nose bleeding that he has been dealing with. We thank you for Etienne, your son, in the name of Jesus. And Lord, we just release the healing power of God upon him right now in the name of Jesus. We seal every bleeding part of his body, every opening where the bleeding is coming from, whatever is causing the bleeding. We stop it right there in the name of Jesus. For by the stripes of Jesus, Etienne was healed many, 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 many years ago, oh God. In the name of Jesus, and we appropriate that healing upon him Amen. now in the name of Jesus. 
Father, Amen. he does not lose any more blood in the name of Jesus. Amen. Lord, replace every blood that has been lost by the blood of Jesus. We ask, oh God, that you fill him and energize him, oh God, by your spirit. The same power that raised Jesus from the dead is able, oh God, to quicken even this mortal body, oh God, in the name of Jesus. And we declare a quickening of his body in the name of Jesus. And we stop the bleeding now in the mighty name of Jesus. We declare over you, Etienne, it is well with you. You are healed yes. in the name of Jesus. And Amen. it is well with your spirit. It is well with your soul. It is well with your body. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. And I will pray for everybody that is having um, some form of immigration issue. I see many people praying about their visas, praying about their documents. You know, Father, I just ask that in the name of the Lord Jesus, that um, you, you will send favor to your people, Lord God. Uh, Father, I know that there are many circumstances that surround things like that, but at the end of the day, we are people that follow your will. We are people that seek to obey you and to go according to your movement. Father, as long as it is your will, oh God, for these people to move to this land or for them to be settled where they are. And Lord, as long as this is not you resisting the process, Father, we just ask that in the name of the Lord Jesus, let it be released speedily in Jesus' name. And so Father, we mm -hmm. just take away every barrier that is standing in the way of their settlement or their ability to settle according to the will of God. Lord God Almighty, Father, let your favor go out from this place, oh God, um, just to cause things to come into alignment in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. There's a, there's, a, there's a prayer that somebody will ask that her brother has mental health issues. So I thought we should pray for that person also. Um, she mentioned the person's name, Akitola Bello, has a mental health issues. And um, can I go ahead and pray for the person? Absolutely. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you, God. We thank you for this person whose name goes by the name Akitola Bello, oh God. We speak to you right now. Let these prayers and let these words search for you in the spirit and locate where your mind is right now. As we begin to speak these words, these words are the words of life. The Bible says, and Jesus Christ is life and this life is light and therefore as we speak these words they are life and this life is light let this light shine through permeate every darkness in the spirit in your mind and let the light of God, the light of sanity, the light of truth, let it begin to shine in your mind. Let every darkness that the enemy has planted, whether he planted it in the skies, underneath the earth, in the water, wherever your mind has been locked down, the one who releases all men from bondage, his name is Jesus. He has stepped into your situation today and we command by the power and the name of Jesus that you receive sanity of mind in the name of Jesus. Let the spirit of God by his grace and by his mercy 
Even the lawful captive is set free. Lord, we speak concerning this individual that even if he is a lawful captive, oh Lord God Almighty, he will be released today because of your word and these prayers in the name of Jesus. Let your mercy, let your grace, Lord, let it go forth into his mind, Lord, and let it begin to release. He is now delivered. Every bondage is broken. Every yoke is shattered in the name of Jesus. He will come back to his faculties and whatever it is that was the cause for this insanity, Lord, in the name of Jesus, we go into the spirit and it is broken in the name of Jesus. Let the light of God shine through and shatter every darkness that represents insanity in his mind in the name of Jesus. This man is set free and is free permanently indeed. Even in the past, if it was when he will be free today, tomorrow is back in bondage. Today, this freedom is complete liberty in the name of Jesus. This guy will no longer walk in this darkness. He will no longer walk in this bondage. The chains are broken. The yoke is destroyed because the Lord of hosts himself has stepped in. Thank you for the liberty that this man will enjoy. Thank you because he'll be a testimony in this generation to speak of your mercy and of your grace. He himself will testify that the Lord is good to him. Father, we thank you because he is free and whom the Lord has set free is truly free in the name of Jesus. Thank you for release from bondage. Thank you for liberty in the name of Jesus we've prayed. Amen. Amen. And that prayer, Lord Jesus, we just declare that it extends to every other person that is struggling with mental health. We decree, Lord God, that even as you showed us at the beginning of this call, that you were touching I saw the hand of the Lord. Um, I I no, I saw a demon's hand actually on the head of a person and it was manipulating the person's head and they were acting out. So I saw schizophrenia, I saw all kinds of mental health disorders, and the spirit of God says he's breaking that chain today. So, Lord, I partner with Pastor Bumi in the realm of the spirit, oh God, and hand in hand we hold the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God that pierces to the soul and the spirit, joints and marrow, we decree and we declare that even as these words have this, the Lord says, if two of us agree as touching that shall be done, we bind mental health diseases in the name of Jesus. We declare that as it is bound in heaven, it is bound on earth, we rebuke the spirit, we decree that liberty is coming to people on this fall and those that are outside Amen. of this call in the name of the Lord Jesus. Amen. Amen. Whose eyesight is bad, poor eyesight in her right eye. We declare that your eye is healed, cleared, whatever it is that is in that eye that is not making it clear. We clear it up by the power of the Holy Spirit and we declare that the enemy will not cause um, a generational brokenness to visit you in the mighty name of Jesus. We just reject it and we reject the plans of hell to cause a deterioration of your sight. We decree that right now it is restored by the power of the Holy Spirit. Mukona, your sight is restored in your right eye in the name of Jesus. Amen. Please, any other pastor, feel free to take any other um, prayer point. Let's just keep going like that. We thank you for joining and we thank you for provision for her marriage in Jesus' name. Amen. Please go ahead. 
um, there was a request for uh, us to pray for someone who's battling with drug addiction. Um, Father, in the name of Jesus, please, can you just type the name of the person once again? Because it's gotten mixed up in the messages. But um, while we wait for that, Father, in the name of Jesus, we just pray over your child, oh God, and we pray for a release, Father, in the name of Jesus, in, from every stronghold, stronghold of the mind, oh God, strongholds of the soul. We break by the power of the blood of Jesus, every soul tie, oh God, every dependency on substance or spirit, oh God, that are contrary Amen. and your in the name of Jesus, we pray, oh God, because your word says that where the spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. Father, in the name of Jesus, because the of your spirit abides on this call, we draw power from that presence, oh God, and we speak and proclaim liberty in the name Amen. of Jesus. We proclaim liberty over the life of your child, oh God, every battle, every warfare with drug addiction, Baba, you are the one that has the power to change the being and the nature of a person. And so, yes. Father, we pray for liberty and a change and a transformation, oh God, of the life, of the mind, it of the soul of the person. In the name of Jesus, the day of restoration, Lord, they will never have us to look back. In the name of Jesus, you will change restoration of their desires, of their wants, oh God, of their needs, oh God, to depend solely on your spirit as you intended it to be. In Jesus precious name we thank you father because this is the day of light this is the day of freedom this is the day of transformation we declare oh god that it is the breaking of the new day in the life of your child in jesus precious name amen 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 i just want to pray over um someone uh, made a post about, so a few people made posts about just believing god for somewhere to leave, believing God for, for a house, maybe accommodation problems. So Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you for your children, oh God. Your word says, if, if you dress the lilies, if your eyes are on the sparrow, how much more us, your children, in the name of Jesus. We ask, oh God, that you provide for them in the name of Jesus. And Amen. Give them to stay oh god give them accommodation wheresoever they are whichever country or location that they are miraculously oh god miraculously miraculously in the name of jesus we mm -hmm. ask that you provide accommodation for them in jesus mighty name that mm -hmm. your name be glorified also want to pray for someone who was who was praying for the salvation of the soul of her daughter who is in university. And Father, we just want to pray over everyone, oh God, every one of our family members, our children, our spouses, oh God, that are yet to come to the knowledge of you. It is your desire, oh God, that all will repent and come to know you. Father, in the name of Jesus, because the blood of Jesus is available, oh God, for everyone, we ask, oh God, that you bring, oh Lord, our family members, our loved ones, our daughters, our spouses, our parents, our sisters, our brothers, our siblings, oh God, our close friends, oh God, as many as are within our vicinity, oh God, we ask for salvation, Lord, that you reveal yourself to them, oh God, that Lord, even as you will use, that Paul will plant, Apollos will water, it is you who will bring the increase. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. 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 
Amen. Thank you, Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Lord, we bless you. Um, there's a lady that said um, she saw um, herself in a dream kill her baby. Um, and she's mm -hmm. been waiting on God for a baby for two years. Um, I believe that the Spirit of God is speaking to you um, about um, probably something that you did or an experience of life that is becoming the very reason why what you now want as a baby is not manifesting um but lord in the name of the lord jesus we just pray for your mercy over your daughter uh we yeah. just father that because you reveal because you want to redeem the situation and you know and whatever the form of redemption looks like oh god for this lady i ask that in the name of jesus that you just extend mercy to her oh god yeah. father because there are many many parts of deliverance that even if you were to tell us, we would not even know how to take it or how to walk in it. But when mercy comes, oh God, our Father, mercy is able to carry us through the things that we ordinarily cannot picture for ourselves. So God, I just ask that mercy be released over this platform to everybody. Mm -hmm. Even the woman that had a stillborn and is afraid and is like, I don't want to have a stillborn again. Father, I declare that it will not repeat itself in Jesus' name. Mm -hmm. I, Father, I have been a recipient, oh God, of your blessing of child supernaturally, childbirth supernaturally. And Lord, I just speak that same blessing over everybody on this call. I declare that in the name of Jesus, that siege is broken in Jesus. Then that siege of repeated cycles of um of um of of, of um stillbirth and loss of children of miscarriages is broken in the mighty name of jesus and mm. people are released from that bondage in jesus name amen 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 thank you holy spirit i don't know if we missed anybody i don't know if the pastors um, have anybody they, they they saw that they want to pray for but um we just know that the lord has been here with us this is the holy spirit i just um, divided, divided us to make um, this prayers, you know, so I believe that God has heard us and God has um, answered us in the name of the Lord Jesus. And um, yes, we've prayed for, I see people, I see mental health, um, illness, prayer. People are for prayer for marriage. I'm okay. seeing that husbands, marriage, and all of that. And um, yeah. Pray for them. Go ahead. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you for the marriage is one institution that mirrors our relationship with you, O oh God. And therefore, we lift up these marriages to your throne of grace and mercy. Lord God Almighty, love, O oh Lord God Almighty, intimacy, relationship, O oh Lord God Almighty, are all things that you are the master of, O oh God. We ask in the name of Jesus that we lift up every marriage in this place to your throne of grace and mercy. Even the ones that are good, the ones that are struggling, we lift them up to your throne of grace and mercy. And we ask that from today on, those marriages will become true images, true images of your intention for what marriage really should be in the name of Jesus. Father, we don't want to hustle 
by our in our strength. We don't want to we don't want to fight in our strength. We don't want to try in our strength to make our marriages work. Oh God, Father, we resubmit our marriages to you. We resubmit our spouses to you. Men and women, oh God, your word says the heart of a king is the hand of God, and you turn them in whatever direction that pleases you. Father, in the name of Jesus, restore the hearts of men to their wives. Restore the hearts of women to their husbands in the name of Jesus. Father, there are a myriad of things that can be wrong with marriages. If we start mentioning them, oh Lord, God Almighty, we will not leave this call. But Lord, because you are God, you are big, you are mighty, you know all things and nothing is hidden from you, oh God. We commit every single marriage in this call, oh Lord, God Almighty, and every single issue that may be in every single marriage, you know them, oh Lord. Father, we ask you that you intervene. We re-invite you into the space of our marriages. We say, Lord God Almighty, of the increase of your government in these unions, oh Lord, let there be no end, oh God. Let Come and be the, 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 the third man, oh Lord, the, the first man rather in this marriage, because a three-fourth cold can never be broken, oh God. Come and hold the hands of the man and the woman. Come and be the, 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 the third part of the threefold cold that can never be shattered, oh Lord. Lord, bind us together in love. Bind us in understanding. We speak and pray specifically concerning communication because the enemy always distorts the communication between a man and a woman. Father, in the name of Jesus, henceforth, concerning the marriage, especially of those who have spoken on this call, oh God, who have asked for prayers. Father, in the name of Jesus, when we say A, it is A, they will hear. When we say Z, it is Z, they will hear. The enemy will no longer scramble our communication in a way where we're unable to understand ourselves oh god father miscommunication oh lord god almighty is stopped in this marriages in the name of jesus father lord every person everything that may constitute itself as a an outside body that wants to come to cause trouble be it family members be it strange people father in the name of jesus we put a halt we put a stop we say Thus far shall you go and no more in the name of Jesus. Because we are a mirror, we are the episode that the world will read that truly marriage is good, oh God. We change the narrative. Let our families be the example that will be a, a shining example of the truth, oh God. That you who design marriage knows what you are doing. Father, we will have peace. Lord, we will have joy. Lord, we will have harmony. Lord, there will be melody, oh Lord. God Almighty, even when we sing in two parts, oh God, it will create a, 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 a consonance and not a disconsonance in our marriage in the name of Jesus. Yes. Father, we thank you because right now, oh God, there is a peace, oh God. Peace becomes a weapon in that marriage, oh God. Peace, peace that makes no sense like only you can give becomes a weapon in that marriage in the name of Jesus. Father, we thank you for your supernatural restoration, for your supernatural turning around, oh God. This one will be suddenly, it will be a suddenly thing, oh God. Scales will form from, fall from the eyes of those who cannot see, oh God. Scales will fall from their eyes, oh God, and they will begin to see their spouse for who they really 
are, oh God, in truth, in the name of Jesus. Thank you for love. Thank you for restoration. Thank you for communication. Thank you for renew reunion in the name of Jesus. We just thank you, Lord, in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Amen. And Lord, we we'll take the opportunity to pray for those believing in you for marriage, Lord. Uh, for those who are waiting and are saying, God, um, my spouse, Father, who you want me to be with for the rest of my life. Father, first of all, I just want to ask that in the name of Jesus, um, that's saying that they are waiting, oh God, I pray that you bring them to a clarity, oh God, of, um, of what your paradigm is concerning their marriage in the name of Jesus, that you would take this opportunity, Father, and our prayer, oh God, um, to become the very um, reason and the very way in which you bring their minds into a revelation of who you've called them to be and who you want them to live with and spend the rest of their lives with. Father, I just ask that even right now, let the spirit of revelation, let the spirit of clarity as it pertains to marriage and those to be married to, let it come upon them in the name of Jesus. And I decree and I declare that from today, that Father, they will not make wrong choices in the name of Jesus, they will not commit themselves, oh God, to the wrong places. But I pray for stamina of spirit, oh God. I pray for clarity of thought, oh God. I pray for conviction that comes from the Holy Ghost to know who to be with in the name of Jesus. You, God, could speak to Joseph and say to him, marry Mary, a woman that was already pregnant, and you revealed to him, oh God, the purpose of Mary, of, of Mary and the baby. So Father, you have the capacity to do the same to people. So Father, I ask, oh God, that you speak, and you speak clearly to them in the name of the Lord Jesus. Amen. Amen. Natural marriages. They are happening. They are breaking forth from our midst. Amen. 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 Is God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I know that there are many, many more um, um, people who want us to pray for them and many more things we could pray about. You know, we will get into that as the days go by. You know, we'll pray. I just pray that God who sees it all, God who hears it all, God who is in our midst and has seen every name that we have written and has seen every cry that we have put down. I just pray that God will hack into them this morning in the name of the Lord Jesus. He says, even before you cry, even before you say what is on your mind, I hear you. Even before you utter the words, I have already heard and, you know, I have already answered. So God, we are just asking for manifestation. We are just asking Jesus for the things that you have already answered because we know it is your good will to give unto us the things that we ask for. We cannot ask you for bread and you give us stone. We cannot ask you for fish and you give us scorpions, God. You are a good God, if humans know how to give good things to their children, let alone you, God. So, Father, we just pray that you will help us, oh God, and by the partnership of angelic hosts, Father, we just break open the atmosphere in the spirit realm, that any barrier that is standing between your people and the manifestation of your goodness in their lives, let those barriers be broken right now in Jesus' name. We just ask that you you, 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 would, you, you would cause this platform at this time of prayer and this time that we spent with you, oh God, to be converted into a time of miracles, oh God, miracles, 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 supernatural intervention of your spirit in the name of Jesus. God, we just ask, oh Lord, that for everyone, the ones who've prayed for, the ones who could not pray for God, 
We just ask that in the name of the Lord Jesus, that you will hear them, that you would answer them, oh God, and you will show yourself strong. You will show yourself to be God, that you will break forth in your power and your majesty, oh God, and let Mm -hmm. miracles be recorded, oh God, even starting now in Mm -hmm. Jesus' name. We believe that's why we pray, oh God, because we... Yes, oh God, from you have saved me from the tyranny of hell, oh God. You have saved me from an army of hordes of hell that have come to swallow up my soul. You have lifted me and broken me out of demonic prisons, Father. I know you are able to do the same again and again and again and again, and you desire to do so for everybody. The Bible says when Jesus was alive, he went about doing good. So Father, do good for us this morning. Do good for us this morning. You said we should ask of our of you our daily bread father and you will give it to us so we ask for the bread of healing we ask for the bread of provision we ask for the bread of favor we ask for the bread of good marriages we ask for the bread of peace we ask for the bread of good health oh god we ask for bread this morning and we receive it in the name of jesus amen thank you holy spirit Our hearts are united in purpose and desire and in faith. And we know that the unity of our hearts and our spirits, it becomes the doorway through which the miracle signs and wonders come forth. So God, I thank you. We receive it. And I say to everyone that has asked, everyone that has taken the time to write it down, because you believe that the community of saints praying can give you your reward. And so let it be done unto you according to your faith in the name of the Lord Jesus. Thank you, Father, for testimonies that we will record. Thank Thank you, Jesus, for releasing the spirit of intercession over this call. It is yours. It is yours. So do unto us according to your will. Thank you, Baba. Let the same pray, spirit of prayer follow your people throughout the day as they go forth. Let them pray. Let them remain in the atmosphere of prayer and intercession. Reign upon them with your power and your spirit in the name of Jesus. Amen. God. Thank you, Jesus. Jesus. We we'll bless you. We thank you because you reign forever. Amen. Thank you, Baba. In Jesus' name we've prayed. Amen. 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 Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. It's been such a beautiful time of prayer. And I'm just so glad for God's visitation. Thank you, Pastor Bumi. Thank you, Pastor Bambi. Thank you, Pastor Stephanie. Uh, thank you, Pastor Stephanie, for watching this altar and just making sure that the fire on the altar is always burning. I pray that God will bless you for your diligence. I pray that God will increase you. I pray that God will multiply you. I pray that God will rain upon you everything mm-hmm. that you need. You will never lack in the name of the Lord Jesus. And mm-hmm. I, I, I just I just bless you and I bless all the pastors and people of influence, all the pastors, you you know, everybody in Mountain of Deborah, everybody in Prayer Rain, everybody that works with me, you you guys are like amazing. Like I am so 
blessed with like the best set of people. And I am grateful for you, for your commitment. And I know that, you know, God will bless all of you exceedingly and abundantly beyond that, which you could ever ask or imagine. God bless you. God keep you. God increase you. And I ask everyone, keep praying, keep praying for me, keep praying for all my leaders, keep praying for the ministry, um, that God will keep us, that God will sustain us and God will raise us. Um, for everyone. God bless you. God bless you. Amen. Tomorrow we'll be back. We'll be praying. Uh, Pastor Stephanie um, is going to be leading us again tomorrow um, because I will be in transit. I'll be traveling um, tomorrow. So um, I won't be available to take the call, but I'll be back here again on Friday, I think. So uh, tomorrow is Thursday. Tomorrow is Wednesday. Tomorrow is oh. Thursday. Prayering time Thursday, yes. All right, yeah. So um, I'm operating on different time zones here. So I will be back Friday West African time. I'll be back here uh, Friday West African time. God bless you. Uh, thank you so much. Pray for me and my family as we make um, our trip, as our, our journey will go through Ghana. Uh, we'll be in Ghana till Saturday. Then we'll leave for Nigeria on Saturday. We'll be back in Nigeria on Saturday. So pray for me and my family. Thank you so much. God bless you. Pastor Stephanie, over to you. No more whispering flakes, exactly. But I, you know, I kind of like this like mellow, you know, mellow, powerful voice. I think God was using it to train me so that I can stop shouting. <laughs> Pastor Stephanie, please yeah. go back before we enter gist. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much, P.I. Before you go, I know you're in a hurry to go. Let's all just pray for. Let's pray over P.I. as she has released, as she has prayed over us this morning. And even as she has requested that we, you know, pray for her and her family as they travel tomorrow. Let's just begin to pray. I want you to type the prayers. I want you to speak over her. I want you to bless her. I want you to declare the protection of Almighty God over her, round about her, over her family. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you for your daughter and the blessing that she is to our lives, to our families, to our generations, oh God. Father, we thank you, Lord, even for constantly using her and even for her her constant, consistent obedience to your word and to your will. Just pray, oh God, that your hand will continue to be upon her in the name of Jesus. Baba, this year, oh God, she will even be among the first, but yeah. the blessing, oh God, and of the promises oh claims in the name of Jesus. Father, we pray, Lord, upon her life, upon her family, oh God, in the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you, Father, for keeping her. Thank you, Lord, for keeping her home. Thank you for keeping her family. Thank you, oh God, even for keeping her people, Lord. Father, we pray that even as they travel, Lord, from one place to another, that you will send forth your angels, Baba, to take charge, oh God, to keep them, to watch over them in the name of Jesus. Father, we pray that even as they move from one location to another, your mighty hand of covering will be upon them in Jesus' Jesus' name, we plead the blood of Jesus upon the crew, upon the cabin, upon um, every mode of transportation they will be using as they go from one nation to another, as they go to, to, through Ghana, Lord. Father, we pray that you will be with them, you will bless them, you will keep and you will cover them in the name of Jesus. We even pray, oh God, for the blessings of the land to be opened up to them, Lord, whether it's be, it will be for 24 hours or less. Father, we pray for blessings, oh God, to welcome them, Lord, as they step into 
and uh, these territories in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father, for her health, Lord. We declare that it is well with your daughter in her body, in her soul, oh God, in her mind, Lord, and in her spirit, in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. God bless you, Apostle. Thank you so much for today. Thank you, everyone. Thank you. I say yes and amen to all your prayers. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you, Pastor Stephanie. Thank you. God bless you. Bless you. All right. Thank you, everybody. Um, we are just going to close now. Thank you for your time. It's been three hours or more of just praying and staying in God's presence. I don't know about you, but this year's prayer reign is just, you know, it's different. And if, I'm so excited that the Lord is starting out the year with us in this. Year. I look forward to everything that is going to come. So, the Yes, they will be posted. We apologize for the delay of the last day, but it's up to date up until this will be posted um, within the hour. So look out for it on the YouTube. Also, please give, you know, um, give to encourage, to strengthen, and to support everything that we are doing um, as a ministry, as a family. Um, this is the father's business, you know, and you have a stake in it you know so um the link to give has been shared several times and i believe admin will share it now in the chats so click on it and please give and um yeah that's all the announcements for today god bless you all see you same time tomorrow um we'll be praying tomorrow so come ready to pray and to declare god's will i love you and i look forward to fellowshipping with you again bye for Sorry, guys, before you go, uh, remember I announced yesterday about um, raising a workforce. So I want you, I mean, there are some people here that are already working with me um, in maybe Mantle of Deborah or something, but just from across the world, everyone, I want you to prayerfully um, go back to the Lord and ask him if he will have you join the People of Influence team. Um, yes, we, we love Pastor Stephanie, actually. You know, ask the Lord if you'll have you join the people of influence team and in what capacity and what you can bring um, to the table. If it may be technical skills, it could be that, you know, even something as much as, you know, graphic designing or website designing or writing or communication, social media, whatever it is, um, just pray you know yes we have a children of influence ministry where we teach and train children um every saturday we do bible classes for them so we're always looking for teachers right now we're looking for teachers in different time zones right now we're doing just west african time zone 10 a.m but we want to be able to attend to children in america in canada so we're looking for teachers you know who can take children 10 a.m you know american time esd or stuff like that so we need teachers there uh, we have a prison ministry we're trying to revive and to restrain um so if the lord has called you to do prisons you know you want to join us uh we have a missions team that takes care of missionaries across the world you may the lord may be calling you to missions or it could be um administration that you have the skill you know whatever it is what project management we need project managers um all kinds of things so pray about it i will do a training um in a couple of weeks i will take some time to just teach train and empower um this group of people 
on what it means to serve in God's house, discover your calling, you know, just teaching all of that. And I pray that um, if you're one of them, that the Lord will use you greatly. So when, by the time the link is shared, we'll share a link in a couple of days so you can register, put up your name and all that. And I will tell you if I also prayerfully have considered you um, and you have an interview with me um, as to why you want to join the People of Influence team, I will take you from there. But I look forward to raising a, a firebrand generation for God and, and a breed of apostolic prophetic men and women that God wants to use in this season. So not just women, not just women, men also. I look forward to training, empowering, and raising you um, to do all God has called you to do. God bless you. All right. Bye. Amen. Thank you. Thank you, Pierre. All right. Thank you, everyone. God bless you. And we will see you same time tomorrow. Um, yeah. Bye.